tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. Oh, what is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another edition, another episode of Just Another Friday Night. I'm one of your two hosts, CM Chuck, and that's... CM Cal. That's hey, CM Cal, guys. Uh, welcoming uh, my godson and my nephew to his very first, like, uh, full episode. full episode, right? Your first time as a full-on guest. I know you've kind of... Full freaking three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I know you popped in before, like, on episode 75. And, and then you know, I was, like, six. six you were, like, six seven. or seven. Yeah, and you're like a full 10 now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, CM Cal. Uh, oh, we got our first person in the house. I know you wanted to control the comments there. <clears throat> so that is Toy Mafia in the house saying, yo, what is up, Toy Mafia? Appreciate you guys being here. Um, CM Cal, one of the things I always tell Double A, guys, Double A is is uh, on a on a break this week. Uh, he'll be back with us next week, um, you know, as we as we continue to rolling towards the end of the year. Uh, but yeah, he needed to take a little uh, hiatus to do some family stuff this week, but uh, he'll he'll be back for sure. So in the meantime, I got the only other CM I would rather Cal. have with me, CM Cal in the house. Uh, I always thought the next CM I would get in would be CM Punk, but I guess I'm getting you first. Who would that be? <laughs> Who? Uh, Dean Martin. Dean in the house says, "Yo, what is up, Dino? Appreciate you being here, brother." Um, yeah, well, that'd be CM Punk, the wrestler. You know what I mean, like I thought before, I had another CM beside myself. It would be him, but I got you, so that's pretty cool. I know, maybe one day, maybe one day. Uh, so yeah, young CM here is is again my nephew and my godson, and uh, a huge fan of our topic, uh, which may be a little bit controversial because I think it's like TMA, right? <laughs> But hey, we grew up, I grew up a child of the 80s, double A grew up a child of the 80s. We grew up watching things like Robocop and Predator and Terminator, whatever, we probably weren't supposed to be. But the thing was funny, right, is because these movies were kind of like for grownups, but they made toys of them. You know what I mean? Like they had like their first Rambo movie is definitely not for kids, but they had a, a Rambo cartoon and then they had Rambo, uh, they had a Rambo toys. They did the same thing with Chuck Norris. Rambo was like a Sylvester Stallone movie from the 80s that he was like this like uh, war hero that came back from uh being a a veteran in vietnam and, and he had like a lot of like ptsd but then he went on a lot of these like cool action adventures or whatever. oh that reminds me of highlander <laughs> yeah kind of like something a little bit like that. Of like that full blown out like warrior yes 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 uh cm cal got to see violet knight as well <laughs> uh um so very cool very cool now something i always like to ask um uh double a uh cm is that i tell him to adrenalize me and let me know what is going on what's happening in the world of pop culture this week what caught your eye what caught your attention was there anything out there in the news and you you kind of of mix in a whole different set of news than we do because you're primarily I know on TikTok. You know I mean, but you play games. Me and me and Double A don't really play too many video games, um, and you watch a lot of different programming than we do as well. So, was there anything in the world of, of news and pop culture that stuck out to you this week? Uh, I heard about they added. I mean, they didn't add. They casted a new guy for Lex Luthor. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And I actually have something. Uh, the actor's name is Nicholas uh Holt. Or Halt? I'm not really sure. It's H O U L T. I'm not really sure how to spell it. 
Holt. I think it's Holt. I think you're exactly right. Nicholas Holt. Now he's very famous because he played uh, Beast in the X Men movies and some of the X Men movies. Not the first oh, Beast. But was he the guy that played uh, the Beast in Deadpool? If you saw that run. Uh no, I believe that one was uh, Kelsey Grammer who was the first actor to play Beast. Um, and the Fox. Yes, they were all Fox. All those movies were Fox. But um yeah, uh Nicholas Holt played him like in the kind of like the prequels. Like he played like the young beast. He when you saw Kelsey Grammer play Beast, he had already become Beast. Nicholas Holt played Beast when he was Hank McCoy still just a man before his powers fully his mutant powers fully took over and he got the blue fur and all that. So Um, they haven't really done like a full like bigger beast, right? Until uh, end about, right? uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, no, they did do a big beast in um with uh the first actor that did it, Kelsey Grammer, when he came out in I think it was called X Three X Men United. So you do see like a full beast in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I think the one you're mentioning uh is is a CGI beast. I know we haven't seen it, but um, spoiler alert for anyone that doesn't know, at the end of the Marvels, they do uh a big reveal. Um, I mean we're kind of telling you what it is right now but just so you know um but what do you all guys think what do all the friday nighters think in the friday night faithful what about the cw uh ox family what do y'all think about nicholas halt being cast in james gunn's uh superman legacy movie that's going to come out um i think he's a great actor he's got a good look i think he probably looked pretty cool bald what do you think uh sam really bald um well lex luther's bald i know he looks I mean, when you compare the two next to the comic version, he looks like he would be really good mm-hmm. as an actor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and Lex Luthor obviously is like Superman's primary villain, and, and he's, you know, very smart, very intelligent businessman, and he played an intelligent guy playing Hank McCoy, mm-hmm. who's a scientist with the X-Men. Now, the thing is, when he played Hank McCoy, he was kind of like sheepish and kind of like introverted. You know, Lex Luthor is very confident and very, you know, he's not afraid to... to speak his mind so it'll be a, a change to see him but i know he's in a lot of other acting work but i think he'll be great uh what were you saying about like he was being calm who what, what were you saying you said like he was calm as well who i never mind nicholas halt or lex luther you said uh i forgot what you said I was okay asking. okay never mind. <laughs> that's all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think he'll be good though but i, I know that he, he's done a lot of other a lot of, a lot of, a lot of other acting jobs um toy mafia showing a little love there to dean we saw that a second ago so we appreciate you guys being here with us uh, from the cw family always um oh hey i got something real cool that we can uh show if you don't mind getting up real quick did you want to can you grab the books that uh oxfather zach uh brought us real quick off the shelf um let me see here uh guys so uh being a part of the collecting weekly uh auxiliary is always great um and we appreciate uh getting to talk and be a part of that family um and one of the things that we got to do that if you're one of the patreons uh they did a um secret santa so uh didn't have quite as many participants as i think that uh, zach uh, the ox father had hoped for but uh it was still very fun it's always fun to be a part of a secret santa and zach was so kind and so thoughtful the guy he is that he not only thought of my, me but he thought of uh young cm cal here as well so uh we wanted to take an opportunity to show uh what we got as our secret santa uh zach was not who we got a secret who i got a secret santa i got uh um a good friend mark uh of the of the group um he got something else well i'll tell you about it but uh what zach got us or got me and then he decided to think of me and cal and sent this over 
uh, this gorgeous book here. Uh, it's just a beautiful Spider-Man book, hardcover. I love hardcovers. Uh, I love Spider-Man. I love an opportunity to read Spider-Man stories. And this is how many issues in there, uh, CM? Do you know? Uh, probably something like that. Um, yeah. It's like a hundred or something. It's like a collected yeah. edition of, so you know, foil. yeah, some really great art. The gold foil on the on the side. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many issues are in here. I mean, we flipped through it, me and uh, me and Chow, but uh, yeah, I mean, from Amazing Fantasy 15, um, all the way to the Amazing Spider-Man number 19. So. Uh, I have said before that I had wanted to read some of the original Stan Lee, Steve Ditko stuff, and that's definitely in here. There's an introduction that's by... Who's this introduction by? It's it's lengthy. Uh, ben, ben Saunders. Yeah, there's a forward by Jason Reynolds. Um, an introduction uh, talking about how it was Lee and Ditko's brainchild, also by Ben Saunders. Uh, and then it goes right into Amazing Fantasy 15. number 15, August 1962. I mean, it's it's such a classic, so iconic. So, Zach, huge thank you for this. This is something that we treasure. And I, you mind if I tell them what our, your original idea was? For what? For today's episode? Oh, yeah. So when I, you know, Cal's been wanting first to come 10. on. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, we were going to do the first 10 issues of Amazing Spider-Man, including Amazing Fantasy 15, because... Uh, CM Suck has he has this book and another book that includes the first ten issues. Mm -hmm. So we were gonna do that, but I forgot to read. So yeah, I've seen Invincible and I really love it. So yeah, and I didn't get a chance to read either. But I told him that's a great idea for an episode. Maybe that's when we could even do a double A, mm -hmm. and we could all three talk Spider Man. I knew we have a lot of huge uh, Spider Man fans out there. So I really love that. So that's what Zach sent for me, which I love and treasure. Um, and the other thing that he sent, go ahead and show him there, uh, Cal. Oh, uh, the trade paperback. Mm -hmm. The trade paperback for Lethal Protector. Uh, it's the whole series, right? Yeah, it's the whole. Uh, I think it's six issues. Mm -hmm. This was Venom's first outing as a as a solo character. He was the Lethal Protector. Um. I think the inker uh, or colorist Sam De La Rosa is from San Antonio. Uh, there was, I believe so. Yeah, there was a time when he was doing a lot of signings. Uh, he comes to a lot of cons, and uh, Kalel actually owns the the individual issues of that. They were my dad's. They're signed by Sam De La Rosa, and we, you know, passed them down to me was, and passed them down to you. Uh, the cover, the first one is holographic too. Yes, yeah, it's got that first holographic with the the. Oh, it's no, it's very pretty. It's, it's a pretty uh, um, like hollow foil. Hollow foil. I think they call hollow? it hollow foil. Oh, yeah, cool. or maybe just foil. I'm not That's really sure. That's kind of what they uh, they use gold foil on. This yes, one. they use gold foil on the Spider-Man one. Yeah, and I've never seen this book. It's it's, it's really great. Yeah, even the show them the back, that back panel right there, like the the famous panel of the. And then they kind of angle it. Where's the angle? So it's the spider being caught. We're about to get irradiated. You know what I mean? And full of radiation. You know, if this if that spider doesn't catch radiation, we don't get we don't get Spider Man. You know what I mean? So. Love that. Uh, um, can I talk about something? Yeah, absolutely. Go right ahead. Uh, I'm sure you probably do know. Mm -hmm. We're not. Mm -hmm. uh, Spider-Man was, like, he's in, Stan Lee's inspiration for Spider-Man was seeing a fly in the wall. Yeah, I've heard him say that before. Yeah, yeah. that he wanted to think of something after seeing that. Uh, One of, like, the names he was going to, like, thinking about was Flyman. Flyman, yeah. And then he told it to his, I think his co-worker or something. And he was like, um, his co-worker was like, nobody likes flies. So Stan, <laughs> uh, he changed, he ended up with Spider-Man. 
and then the same thing happened again. Nobody likes spiders, and then he made it as Spider Man, and and then he like rushed into his office and was like, "Stan, it was amazing." Yeah, yeah, that was like his boss at the time. Uh, yeah. That's really cool. Where'd you hear that story? Uh, just I've seen these uh, this video of Stan doing this docu like he's talking to a large audience. Oh, like a panel. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I want to know what what did the Stan ever say? What did Stan say to you when you met him? Uh, we didn't get to talk much because we did a we did a photo op, and at the time when I got my book signed, <clears throat> that he signed one of my Silver Surfer books. Uh, he we handed it to him. You you have to hand it to a person. That's, I didn't know you signed it. Yeah, I have a sign. I have his signature. By Stanley. Mm-hmm. By Stanley. Yeah, I'll show it to you after the show. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah um and i handed it to him and uh well i handed it to his guy and the guy slides in in front of stan or whatever and we're just like i just said like i'm a huge fan or whatever you know what i mean and i've loved you since i was little and i think he just said like oh thank you very much you know? and i was with your mom we were there kind of standing together and then we got to meet him again because we paid for the photo opportunity that you've seen we have hanging up uh, where we're watch. yeah where we're together we need to bring that inside mm-hmm. and hang that in the house but we were we they they have a person there too and stand sitting in a chair like a director's chair and he's waiting for you and he was there with his legs crossed and his hands like this and you know they're, they're moving people as fast as they can to take because you know you guy gets tired sitting there so uh whenever they do those there's like always like these handlers around so the people that were there um they called us up and they were just like okay you know like like next or whatever and then they're like you know they let you know like not to like touch him or grab him or whatever but i mean i mean they're still friendly so we're just like hey stan how are you and he's like you know How's it going, guys? And then we just stand real quick, took the picture. And that's why I did Doctor Strange hands, because Stan created, you know, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and uh, along with Steve Ugo. And, and I told your mom to do Spider-Man hands, because she was wearing a Spider-Man shirt. Uh, I think we, we both have Spider-Man shirts on. I think I have a Doctor Strange shirt on. Mm-hmm. Two of my favorite creations of, of Stan and, Wait, and Steve Ugo. Doctor Strange hands are like this, right? Yeah, he's actually doing it like this also. He's doing this like the Spider-Man hands. Oh, but, but he has them I up just, all the time, and he's just, like, casting the spells and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's like this, not like... Right, like that, no, yeah. Maybe. And the story I heard is that the the artist, Steve Ditko, he drew the hands like that because that's how he used to point to things in the office. He'd be like, oh, can you get me that pin? Can you get me that? Yeah. I thought it was because it would be easier to trigger the love shooter thing, like, right well, here than using any other finger. Any other finger, yeah. Well, I think later on, as they created the web shooters more with, like, there was, like, tapping involved on the on the pad that 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 became reason for that you know what i mean but yeah and i think i think in the movies dr strange doesn't do his hands like that because because you know spider-man kind of has the trademark on that on that now <laughs> but uh yeah after we took the picture he just said great job guys which was very cool like to hear his iconic voice you know what i mean and i'm so happy you you were you were already alive when we took that picture but you were a baby and we didn't think that you know mm-hmm. we would we were thinking like you wouldn't have been a good environment to have you waiting in that line for like a long time. But now I wish we would have carried you and had the picture because then you could have been in the picture with Stanley too. And mm-hmm. then you could have said you met him even though you'd have been a baby. So, our bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what else, uh, Sam Cal? what else uh, other news did you, did you hear about uh, besides Mr. Nicholas Holt being cast as Lex Luthor? I think there was something pretty cool that happened in the game we both enjoy playing, right? Uh, yeah, TMNT is added to Fortnite. Uh... The movie Mirror Mayhem came out during the summer, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know it, that was kind of a long time ago, but not that long. It like well, six uh, months ago. Yeah, and then it came out. I mean, I think it's been that long since it came to home, like to own it at home. You know what I mean? So... It came out like three days on <laughs> Paramount after. Oh, did it? I didn't even know that. I didn't realize <laughs> that. Yeah, but that was a great movie, right? You enjoyed yeah, it. Was it. Good. That was your first TMNT movie in the theater, right? 
so. Okay. And then, like, I think so, too. And then how about this? We just covered, me and Double A just covered the last Ronin last week on and our show. And, and Jeremy. That's right. Yeah, Gentleman Germs. And then out comes the, the TNT and Fortnite, finally. And they just had a big, Fortnite just had a big, uh, what do you call it? What do you, what do you call it? A new season? New event? Chapter. New, new chapter, right? And one of the cool things is what they added, like, now you could, they have, like, they incorporated, like, car racing. There's a car racing yeah. option. Uh, let's see. I can read uh, there was like a concert. There's like a concert, right? Uh, With Eminem. That was really cool. Oh, and the weekend. They added the weekend. Yeah, the weekend got added. The artist, the weekend. And there's a whole version now that reminds me, and people probably like my age will remember the game that was like Guitar Hero or Rock Band, where you're kind of like. You would hold an actual instrument that you plugged in and then you'd play it along with the songs. And now they have the similar thing. What do they call that? The, uh, the version where you're doing the concerts now or you're doing the music? Um, um con- I think it's just called like. Festival. Festival. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can like buy music in Fortnite and like you know try to play those songs along with your controller. So I guess it's just helping your kind of like hand-eye coordination. Have you played that mode? Did you say it's kind of hard? hard? You know what it reminded me of mm-hmm. VR game called Beat Saber. So oh yeah. You have two storage and there's these blocks mm-hmm. and on the blocks there's arrows and you have to cut it like if it's that way pointing down. Yeah, and yeah. there's like different like difficulties. So when the game when the game Guitar Hero came out, it was like a big deal, right? You're just pushing. You've seen the Guitar Hero guitars, right? Mm-hmm. You're just like pushing the colored buttons. You're watching the screen and you're like, click, 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 click. Then they did after that came out Rock Band, which was like uh, they added other instruments, so you could play like the drums and all that. But it was like you know, I I played it. I thought it was difficult too. So one of the coolest modes though that came out of all this was the Lego mode, right? Yeah, they did a collaboration Lego and they did a. I saw that, like, um, Lego sending out people <laughs> mm-hmm. a box full of stuff. There's a poster, a Lego set, uh, a T-shirt, mm-hmm. and in there it was a little can, and it said like, the one I saw was like six hundred, no, like one hundred forty-two out of six hundred. Uh huh. And it was a little Lego llama. Really? Uh-huh. That's cool. That's cool. And only <laughs> if you got that box, you got one of those. Yeah, I don't know how you get one, if you order one, or if they send it to you. Yeah, probably, like, promotional for people that are, like, involved uh, with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the Lego mode on Fortnite? Was it cool? It was cool, but I just, yeah, the Lego Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Because they have Green Goblin, and they have that other variation of Spider-Man and whatnot. So let's kind of explain to everyone, right? Like, so if you have, if you play Fortnite, you have a locker of, like, skins you buy. Like, for instance, these outfits. skins you see right here, these outfits of the, tur- the turtles. They don't really change your powers or anything like that. You just look like the character, but still the same objective. You're running around with guns and you're, you know, you're trying to be the last man standing or last team standing. Um, but with this new Lego mode, a lot of the the skins converted into a Lego version, which was really cool. Like, all four of the turtles have a Lego version, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the classic Fortnite characters have Lego versions, but not all of them, right? Yeah, like not Pluck or not the Foundation. Well, the yeah. Foundation is The Rock, so. Right, 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 right. And Paradigm is uh, portrayed by uh, Brie Larson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from, from uh, Captain, uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah, so not all of your skins will translate into a Lego version, but quite a quite a bit of them do. Like all of the stormtroopers, if you have a, if you've done, oh yeah, the, if you Clone own Troopers. stormtroopers and clone trooper skins, yours get to become Lego. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Anakin Obi Wan, no Darth yeah. Vader though. No Darth Vader, Anakin Obi, and and Fortnite has said that they're working on it, right, on getting the other skins converted over. Um, right. Yeah, whatever they, whatever they can, they're trying to get the rights to mm-hmm. as many. Uh, like they don't have any. Like I said, Spider-Man or 
Batman. A lot of people are excited to be Lego Spider-Man and Batman because people love Lego Spider-Man and yeah. they had that like scene in uh, the uh, Cross Spider-Verse, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was animated by a 12-year-old. You know that, right? I did not know that. That's pretty cool. I know he was cool. 12 or 17 and for Lego Batman, they had, he had like a whole movie. Okay. Okay. Awesome. 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 Uh, well, we're Fortnite fans. I'm excited for the turtles. I haven't bought the skins yet. Um, but I definitely for and they also have April O'Neil. April O'Neil is also there too. So, um, you know, they kind of went all in with the classic turtles. I think there's a lot of room for them to do other skins with the turtles. They could definitely do the Shredder. They could definitely do Casey Jones. They could definitely do Master Splinter. Those would be, I think, huge additions. Uh, and great to add. And the turtles are just such classic because you know in Fortnite you can play in teams of two or teams of three. You can play, yeah, you can play duos, trios, or squads. Or solo. Yeah, or solo. But it, but if you're in a squad and you're all for a turtle, I mean, like, how awesome is that? You know what I mean? So, and Fortnite has collabed with so many people. You know, like DC with Batman and you know the Titans, uh, the Teen Titan heroes. You know, Marvel with having like pretty much the majority of the Avengers. The main Avengers are there. The only one they're missing is. Uh... I don't know that they missed anybody, yeah. But they've got like most of it. They've got quite a few of the guardians, yeah. like the main guardians. You oh, can I say. mean, they have Hulk, but he sucks. Yeah, he didn't look that great. Yeah, but, but I think these turtles look great though. That's one of the things they did. That mm. they look really awesome. So I really can appreciate. I that. never really, real. I like. I've seen them like that before. It's like a bunch of like knee pads and everything. It looks cool. Yeah, they look. I think they look really awesome. Like, and a lot of times too, what happens out of these, out of these collabs that Fortnite does, they end up with making like figures of them. You know what I mean? So you end up mm. with. End up, they end up having figures like they did the snake eyes. When it's, like that's the only example you have. it's snake eyes. Uh-huh. They what didn't do anybody else. I don't think so. I don't know, but I've always said I wish they would do the Superman one because I thought the Superman, the Fortnite on Superman, the Superman on oh, Fortnite yeah. looked really great. He had a really great suit and he was like kind of metallic and he looked, he had a good, you know, head. They didn't make him look like goofy. You know what I mean, like a lot of the figures we see out there. <laughs> you know what I was really happy about when these came? Mm. So you know how the sorry skins like. What do what is a melee weapon the Star Wars people use? Uh, lightsaber isn't. Well, yeah, that's what you would think, yeah. And Fortnite didn't put a single lightsaber in. Right, right, so, because they're part of one of those like epic weapons <clears throat> you can use in the game, yeah. Yeah, but for these turtle skins, they had, they put the actual weapons, like the nunchucks, the stick, the the bow staff, yeah, and the scythes, and then the the nunchucks. Swords. Yeah, and the katanas. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree with you. I think that's great. Yeah, each turtle has their own things, and so that's awesome. I love it. Um, let's see. Uh, anything else, uh, Sam, that stuck out to you that was interesting or or you know fun that happened you know in the world of news this this week that stuck out to you? Any new movies you maybe heard of or shows that you watched that are coming out? Oh, I heard of something, and I didn't I didn't grab an image of it, but there's going to be a new from, if you're a fan of Gravity Falls, a, oh, new, book? a new book, yeah. It's called The Book of Bill. The Book of Bill, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. I sent it to you. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that you sent it to me. Wait, I think I sent it to mom. Maybe you sent it to your mom, yeah. I know it comes out next July, so that sounds really cool, right? Are you excited for that new Gravity Falls material? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I love we love Gravity Falls. Uh, Sam Cowell got me to watch Gravity Falls, got his mom to watch it, and I was like, this is a great show. And if you guys see, it's been referenced in like The Simpsons and everything else. It's like so deep, you know what I mean? Like I love uh, Gravity Falls, um, so I'm super excited. Kara's in the house. So Kara says, "Hey guys, hey Kara, um, what? Is, so you're excited for the Book of Bill?" Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I want to get it. Mm-hmm. I love how Alex Hirsch, right? That's his name. Yeah, Alex Hirsch. Uh-huh, His yeah. tweet about it was, "If life was like a 
This is like basically what you said. If life was, if life was like, um, if you had like an angel and a devil on your shoulders, like they do mm-hmm. cartoons, mm-hmm. they would have a journal three and then the Bucko Bill. Oh wow! Okay, so it's kind of like a like a a bad version of of the uh, the, the journals that uh, it was Grunkle Stan's brother that wrote the journals, right? Stanley. Yeah, Stanley. Yeah, that wrote them. Yeah, and it kind of tells you how to like defeat all of these like mythical creatures, right? Uh, or like, or does it really just kind of catalog who, what they are and 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 the things that they can do? Yeah, that's the journals. That's they just catalog what they do, and in order to like power the portal mm-hmm. for things, you just have have to have all three like next to each other. So, so that's uh, Grunkle Stanley's book. But what would Bill, Bill Cipher's book would be? All the probably the bad things, right? And like all of the. Uh, Alex first said it was gonna be about his, like life. Interesting, interesting. Okay, I'm excited um, for it. I'm excited for it should too. Should we do the next slide? Uh, well, that will take us right into our topic. Are you ready to oh. get started on that? Oh, I thought there was something else. No, I don't think okay. so. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else is there to talk about? Uh, nothing else that really stood out to me. I haven't seen any new movies come out. Oh, uh, the Barbie movie made it today to HBO Max, so uh, we can finally watch it. Yeah, uh, you know, I think me and CM Cow are like the only ones that wanted to see it because I was like, you know, hey, I mean, sure, it was like a girl's toy where you know, again, girl's toy, but the movie just looked like it would be funny, right? So we just wanted to watch it for that reason. So, um, you know, we're 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 excited for that. Oh, is it rated? PG-13? Oh, I'm sure it's PG thirteen. Yeah, I'm sure that there's you know, and it was like I think it was the biggest movie of this past year, so it was a huge blockbuster. Nah, uh, I don't think so. I think Barbie beat it out. Barbie, I think, made the most money in this past year. Mm-hmm. I know Barbie beat Spider Man and Oppenheimer too. <laughs> I know it's tough. I want Spider Man to win everything too, but much like the video game awards, unfortunately, yeah. people don't understand. Oh, PG thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Well, you know, you're technically not old enough to watch it, but I think you'll be okay. Um. Anything else, uh, Sam? You want to talk about before we get into our topic for tonight? Um. Oh, we can what? talk about the Marvel Legends. Oh yeah, that's right. You mentioned that to me that there were some new Marvel Legends figures. I know we have a lot of people that visit us from. Uh, you know, our <laughs> our show again streams. You know, via the Collecting Weekly group. Uh, as well, and uh, those guys pretty much cover collecting all the way, but you know, we, we, we have an interest in it as well. Um, not on the hot toys level, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, CM Cal was something that some new Marvel Legends are coming out, right? That are uh, part of the Infinity Saga from Infinity War and Endgame, okay? So we saw those three that they're releasing Iron Man, Black Widow, and Captain America with the Blue Shield, with the Blue Shield, okay? And they were releasing, oh, I have it right here. Okay. Let's see what we got there. They're re-releasing this Iron Spider, um, but with fist hands. So for those of us just listening on uh, audio, um, CM Cal was showing uh, his Iron Spider figure there that he has. So they're re-releasing that one. That'll be awesome. And what else? Was there another Spider-Man that coming out too? Um, well, we have the new No Way Home figures with the unmasked heads. Oh, okay. Okay. And that was it. Awesome. 
Awesome. That'll be something to look forward to for sure. And great news pull right here from Dean. Can you put up that comment real quick? Uh, CM Kalanai, you probably don't know about this, but I'll talk about it. The great actor Andre Brower recently passed away. Um, he was pretty young from what I saw. I don't have it right in front of me. Uh, maybe Dean can help me out if he's listening, but I think he was in his 50s only. Um, I did not watch the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but I heard nothing but great things. Uh, it's just one of those shows on my list like to get to eventually, to burn through. Like I didn't really burn through the office until it was like it might have been done or close to done then i watched it i didn't watch parks and rec until it finished you know what i mean so that's just sometimes i missed the boat on those uh type of uh sitcoms um doesn't mean i don't love them it just took me a while i didn't watch sopranos until like maybe like a year ago so um but brooklyn 99 is uh, on my list of ones to watch um just like community i know double a started community um but andre brower was a great actor he played the chief i think in that show and he passed away uh, i know him famously from the movie glory which he is absolutely outstanding in him alongside Matthew Broderick. If you guys have never seen glory, it is a must see movie. Um, I do believe that it won best picture, um, you know, about uh, the civil war. Uh, and it's just an amazing a civil war and specifically uh, a troop of, of um, uh, black uh, soldiers that were in that troop. Um, so yeah, so uh, Andre Brower did pass. Uh, very sad. I saw a lot of people coming out talking about his work on Brooklyn Nine Nine. So he's yes, he's an actor. Yeah, yeah, he was a really good actor. Yeah. So and I know he did a bunch of other work as well. I just mentioned those two are the the I biggest things I think of. Have you ever seen him? You you maybe have. I know you've never question. seen what. Oh, what's your question? No, no, my question was, have I ever seen him? Uh, maybe if I showed you him, you would recognize him. Like maybe from memes or from gifts or something like that. But I don't know. I don't think you've ever seen the Brooklyn Nine Nine show, and I don't think that you'd ever. You definitely probably haven't seen the movie Glory. Uh, but I would show it to you. It's a very good historical movie. Uh, and it's very real. Go ahead. Oh no! I'll finish and then I'll. It's as yeah. No, finish. that was it. I just wanted to say. Uh, normally, me and Double A do a toast, but uh, I'm not drinking tonight since I got this guy here with me. But we'll still say a toast to Andre Brower, great actor. Rest mm -hmm. in peace, sir. I'm just drinking water tonight, guys. Uh, Dean says uh, he was only about 60. Yeah, so that's that's fairly young. You know what I mean? Um, you know, my dad just had a birthday. He turned 66. So happy birthday, dad. This guy's grandpa. Um, and my girlfriend just had a birthday. Uh, so my longtime girlfriend. So happy birthday, Jessica, uh, as well. Uh, Khalil's aunt. Um, so happy birthday to those people. Happy birthday to uh, our friend Anne as well. She has a birthday coming up in a, in a couple of days uh, also. So I want to say happy birthday to her. And um, birthday. Yes, yes, and uh, Double A's daughter has a birthday coming, so uh, happy birthday to her as well. We want to make sure we <laughs> hit those birthdays, uh, and anyone else out there that's having a birthday here in in December in the late late months, um, for sure. But go ahead, uh, Sam. What were you gonna say? Did the Napoleon movie have come out? Or is yeah, it it's here? out. Yeah, it it's is? out. I think it's in theaters right now. Uh, I haven't heard anything about it coming home, but I know you were interested in watching that historic for the history part. You know. Um, I wasn't really interested in it, but I would want to see it. Okay, okay. Well, if you like history stuff, I think that would be definitely one to watch, and I want to see it too. And I think the other one I heard of is the Martin Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, it's not free streaming it, but you can buy it like to watch at home now. Uh, I think it just came to home to buy. So for twenty bucks, you can get it probably on Prime and watch it. I think Double A said going to watch it. No, not Napoleon. Uh, it's a movie called Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, it's about like Native Americans, I think, on a, on a reservation. It has Leonardo DiCaprio in it. So if anyone has seen it. Please let us know your review. Oh, uh, he's an actor, right? He's Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh -huh. uh, I I saw this video about how they, he always does like the wine glass, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, <laughs> the the famous meme. Yeah, from that's from the movie called The Great Gatsby, uh, which is a very famous book, which you'll probably have to read uh, when you get no, it. No, I already does in all his films. What what really? was he in the Titanic? 
He was in the Titanic game. Huh. I don't know. I've never noticed if he does that. I have to look. I have to look at some more of his movies. I really like him. He's a great actor. Um, I got nothing else though. CM, you want to get into the topic of the night? Well, so Titanic two part two of the Hulk. I have no idea. I didn't even know there was a Titanic part two. Is there? I don't, I don't I, think I, so. Okay. That sounds awful. <laughs> All right, you want to bring it up? Bring up our our picture uh, and get into the topic of the night. Actually, first, let's uh, let me see. Let's first. We want to let everybody know uh, tonight that uh, our topic is um, uh, season two of Invincible. Season two of Invincible. So there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. So let me. I'm gonna put up our banner here because we don't want anyone to get that spot. If you have yet to watch uh, season two of Invincible, and again, the season is not done. So we're There's 73 more episodes. Right. Next year. Right. Next year. Yeah. They said early next year. Yeah. You can bring up the picture if you want. Um. So again, I know that uh, <laughs> Joe in the house oh. is CM Kel. CM Kel. We appreciate that, Joe. Thanks so much. Uh, should kill up. There it goes. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah, man. Uh, Joe's uh, one of our, our best uh, fans. Uh, I don't think you've yet to meet him yet, but we've hung out a couple of times and outside of the podcast anymore. But he does not watch this podcast. And his uh, daughter goes to school with you. Yeah. Uh, I see you every once in a while. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Um, awesome. Uh, so, yeah, guys, um, I love Invincible. I loved season one um, when it came out on Prime. It was very much, to me, kind of in the vein of the boys, but not as heavy as the boys. Oh, there Joe goes. A lot of represent. Go Patriots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I was like, man, this is such a great show. Like, I loved it. A lot of the cast, the voice. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, oh, sorry. A lot of the voice cast is from The Walking Dead, uh, including the actor that uh, Stephen Yeun that plays, you know, Mark Grayson that plays Invincible. So I watched it, and I this is if you watch our episode on Invincible season one, I pretty much was like double A, you gotta watch it. Like I know I want to cover this, I want to talk about this show so bad. I went out and bought the graphic novels, which I haven't read yet, but I I mean bought them. You can show them, uh, CM Cal. Yeah, uh, can you hold up part one? Or hold up yeah, part sure. Yeah, and we've shown these before. I think we showed these in our Invincible uh, episode. So there you've got Omni Man and Invincible. Uh, and then there's the other book. Uh, there, that's part two. And I think there's several of these volumes. Is, is this, so this is the guy who made these people, right? Yes. This is, is this the Topher guy? I'm not sure. I'm not sure since we haven't we haven't gotten into that one yet. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and again, guys, if you're checking us out on Spotify, listening to us on Spotify or checking us out on YouTube or uh, Facebook Live, you can see what we're, the visuals we're kind of showing here. But we were just showing the graphic novels uh, for... Uh, Part one and part two of, of Invincible, the comic book series, it was written by Robert Kirkman, who also created The Walking Dead. So interesting that he used a lot of the cat work, a lot of the cast from The Walking Dead was, you know, I don't know how much he got to do with picking the cast, but a, a lot of the cast from The Walking Dead does voices for Invincible. Uh, it's on Prime Video. Uh, there's one season out, uh, and I believe that first season, I think, was it, what, eight episodes also? I think uh, I can check. For the first season, there's eight episodes. Yeah, the first. Okay. See, was and, the actor for Mark's mom in The Walking Dead? She was not. No. Uh, what is her name? Sandra O. Oh? J.K. Simmons was he? J.K. Simmons. No, was J.K. Simmons was also not in the uh, in The Walking Dead. Uh, um, was like any of the Guardians of the World? I think so. Yeah, but I'd have to look up to see which ones. Mm-hmm. I'd have to pull the Guardians to see which ones they were. But um, I would say you. F- Let me ask you, CM Cal. How did you first? think you wanted to watch Invincible. I think I can guess. Like what what made you, well, you kinda know. ask me can I watch this? Well of you course know. I know, but I want you to tell the audience. You don't need to, uh, uh well he came to Mortal Kombat Force mm-hmm. and Uncle Trip my him mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> CM Sock 
had bought the DLC pack, so we because he is a huge fan of the show before I got to see it. <clears throat> and I played against him a couple of times, and I realized that it's just his powers is really cool, and what he does. Um, and then like two or how many weeks later, he came to Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he came along with Invincible and, and Adam Eve, right? Yeah. Yeah. And by the time that he had came to Fortnite, I had already seen all of season one, or so it's like the first. I think I'd seen. A couple of them before I didn't finish season one by the time, right? Yeah, I don't think you were quite done yet, I, but we were we were kind of plugging along pretty fast yeah. or whatever. I think because you were really into it, it right? Yeah. And yeah, I came for night. I thought it was cool and Mortal Kombat. So yeah, I got to play other than video games. So video games really introduced me to him. Yeah. And and Invincible. And I mean, I think that you know, again, Mortal Kombat. You know, MK One is not a game for kids, but. I mean, obviously, kids play it. You know what I mean. So, and they see memes, and they see TikTok, and they see stuff like that. And yes, we 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 shield him and guard him from some things, but we're now not everything, whatever. And it's impossible. The kid goes to school, public school, right? So, kids are gonna talk about things anyway. You're gonna see things. You're gonna think. I wear an Omni Man shirt. It's like, who's that? I have figures hanging up of you know, bloody invincible. I'm sure that you know, there's there's questions. And we talk about this kind of things all the time. We talk about superheroes. Talk about you know things like that or whatever. You know what I mean? So. You know, again, we're only going to shield him so much, you know what I mean? So, But he didn't have interest, you know, until these characters came into video games, and especially you put him in Fortnite. Okay, now that's a game, in my opinion, for kids. So it's like, well, you just put drop three characters. Kids' first questions are going to be like, who are these people? You know what I mean? Like, where are they? Where are they coming? Let me look it up on my phone. Let me look it up on the internet. So then they find out a little bit. Okay, there's this show called Invincible. So he was like, you know, Uncle Charlie, can we watch Invincible? I said, um... And I was thinking about it, and I said, "Yeah, there's some bad words, and there's some adult situations, but it doesn't get very, it doesn't get graphic. The the violence is graphic, you know what I mean? But he'd already seen Mortal Kombat, so I was like, all right. And I I've shown him Predator, you know, <laughs> so it's like. And uh, the Mortal Kombat movies. Did you watch those? I saw one of them. You think you saw one of them? Okay. Yeah, like six years old. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, and again, these are things that I was exposed to. His mom was exposed to. You know, she's privy to everything going on, so I'm not just like making all these, you know, decisions so on my own. Yeah, I think you saw the, the most recent Mortal Kombat movie that came out, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I was like, I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? You know, I have a coworker. Uh, she's actually a nutritionist that that is at my work that was asking me about Fortnite for her son, who I think is six. And I was like, oh, well, how are you with, like, the guns? And, like, you know, like, because they're running around with the guns. And she's like, ooh, I don't know. And she's like, is it their blood? And I said, I said, no, there's no blood in Fortnite. It's not like that. I mean, like, you can shoot people in the head, but, I mean, like, their heads don't explode. And, I mean, and then she was like, mm, I think I might go with the Minecraft. And said, I said, okay, stick with the Minecraft, thing, you know, while he's six, whatever. But eventually the kid's going to want to play Fortnite probably. And so, you know, you're... Uh... If you would have sold her, if you would have shown her like the video, she would have probably said yes to. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's interesting to me because you started to recognize what certain guns were because of Fortnite. You were like, oh, that's this kind of gun. And I was like, how do you know that? And you're like, Fortnite. And I was like, okay, yeah. So again, there's only so much you can show them for. But I trust CM Cal. I think that he's very mature and responsible for being 10. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I think that he can watch this and, you know, we'll watch it together. And if he has questions, he'll explain. And there were even parts where he chose to like say, oh, I'm going to do I need to look away? And I was like, well, they're not going to show anything. But I mean, he knew that an adult situation was happening. And so he chose to look away. But I think that you really enjoyed it mainly. Why, CM Kev, what would you say for the story, for the characters? What was the main thing that got you really interested in it? How uh, people and how Omni-Man was working for like, well, uh, Nolan was part of the Books of My Empire and his main goal was mm -hmm. take over. Or, mm -hmm. 
also known as Urath, if you ask if you ask the Alan. <laughs> That's right, Urath. If you ask Alan, right? Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about that, right? Like me, we'll go a little bit back here and talk a little bit about season one because that's the big reveal at the end of episode one, right? See, when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, this is just a regular superhero show about a teen waiting to get his powers, and then you know, like his dad happens to be a superhero, so I was like, oh, this is very like. And then you see the end of episode one. Yeah, and that blows your mind, you know, because you see Nolan Grayson, aka Omni Man, destroy pretty much this universe's version of the of, uh, uh, the Justice Guardians. League. Well, I would say the Justice League, really, the Guardians of the Globe, yeah, which is like their Justice League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's like Darkwing, Batman. Mm -hmm. They have the Green. I always forget her name. I don't know. Green Russ. Green Rush? No, it, Red Rush is the Flash. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then yeah, the green one we were talking about is the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern type girl, yeah. And oh, Omni Man oh. takes over Immortal's role as like kind of like Superman, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you almost get like Immortal is like their Superman, but he's not nearly like what Omni Man is. I guess Immortal really is Immortal because his <laughs> head was freaking sliced <laughs> off like three times. Yeah, he lost his head a couple of times. So, so for you that was a big surprise, huh? At the end of episode one to see this guy we thought was a good guy turn on these other good guys right um i'd you'd kind of seen it in in uh like well, online a little bit you know omni man's uh mortal kombat finish was the eye thing i'd yeah seen a side by side compared <laughs> yeah, okay and that and there's another thing is that you know cm cal didn't fully understand like i think like you know some of the moves that Omni Man does in in Mortal Kombat, seeing them or whatever. Like you know, what does this refer to or whatever? You know what I mean? Remember, I was confused about the think. Yes, yes, the 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 classic you know <laughs> meme, which was so huge at that time. If you go back to our episode, me and Double A's episode about uh, Invincible season one, you know we talk about how like the memes were like everywhere. So if you weren't watching the show, you probably were curious about what is this what is this show what is this about or whatever and so like it's always fun to me when like all of that becomes clear right like, mm -hmm. oh i understand now. and then they made a meme of him versus uh muscle man him versus squidward yes yeah <laughs> that which those are great you've shown me those videos on TikTok, which i which i uh enjoy um so yeah so we, we we burned through season one i was excited for him to see season two and if you were a fan like me and double a it's like you know we've been waiting a long time for i think like two years for invincible season two to come and the only thing they had given us fairly recently i think like during maybe the summer was the adam eve like one shot the special yeah the special was about an hour long and i mean about adam uh, adam eve uh, her character's origin she's a great character i think that that origin really made me like her and me and double a covered that as well in our episode where we kind of wrapped up the witcher as well we did like we talked about adam even and we put the witcher at the end because it was only an hour and we hadn't finished the witcher so that's what we did uh there and we definitely plan we'll come back with part two when the season finishes of invincible and hopefully we'll invite cm calvac to, mm -hmm. to come and do that uh second half with us uh, uh, you know what else we could have talked about what's that at the end when remember he was donald he had the knife and it got bent yes 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 so yes, yes there was still blood but it got bent that's in this in season two that we're going to talk about yes right 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 that happens in the last episode i think right it's like the end, the end credit the, the end credit yes we'll definitely get to that for sure but before we get to that so like we said uh so let's let's go through we, we finished season one right and you saw the tragic last episode right Can I pull this up? yeah go for it the tragic last episode where you know mark invincible faces his father nolan 
and you see the famous think scene and you hear the the argument what did you think about that battle what did you think about the 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 train scene tell me about that uh the train scene was uh fun to be treated for <laughs> yeah fortnite adds was... fortnite adds omni-man invincible then they add trains it's like well i think we're gonna have a lot of people trying to work that out so so yeah, okay i thought it was Pretty emotional to see how that happens, but mm -hmm. you know, I didn't really cry or anything. But yeah, um, I know a lot of people reacted like, oh. yeah, oh no, uh, it's, it's brutal. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's rough. You know what I mean? And and, and I, especially like if you were Mark, like mm -hmm. that'd just be horrible. No, totally horrible. And then too, like how much we see Mark's mom, you know, Nolan's wife Debbie, her going through things is really rough. You know what I mean? Uh, we, yeah, like Mark's being pretty uh, to uh, Debbie. Yes, in this season, yes. Now, okay, so so obviously that's how season one ends. This horrible battle happens between Nolan and, and Mark. Uh, Nolan takes off into space, right? We see him, like, hold back. He says he's going to kill him. He'll start over. 17 years is nothing to Viltramite. But he doesn't do that. He leaves, you know, because Mark leaves him with those words, right? Those words that are so heavy. Oh, and then we see his side. So he leaves. He is, like... Yo, he survives the black hole. He's like 10 feet away from the black hole. Mm -hmm. He survives. And he sees that spaceship, the space shuttle with the grasshoppers in it. Mm -hmm. And they ask for help, and he goes to his planet. Yeah. To yeah. Planet. Don't get ahead, though. We want, we want to go through, but yes, but yes, definitely That's with That's what happened as soon as he left. As soon as he left uh, that. And so, okay, so before we, before we talk about season two fully, you know, starting with the first episode, I want you to tell me your thoughts about the Adam Eve one shot. Because for me, it was like my third time watching it. <coughs> and I was like, man, it just got better and better each time I saw it. What did you think about it, Adam Eve's story? 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> well, actually, I prefer, I prefer to use... <coughs> I prefer to use 9 out of 9 because 10 out of 10 is too much. So, 10, yeah. Okay. It's a 9 out of 9. <laughs> it was amazing. Her backstory is cool. I wish that guy that taught her about her powers didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Who, um, who, who do you wish would uh, die uh, out of Adam Eve's story? <laughs> This is very interesting. Know. This is very interesting. I know, but tell the audience here. Tell the Adam, viewers. Adam Eve's dad is a horrible father. Yeah. Uh, He's a real jerk. I want jerk. Omni Man to <laughs> grab him and to freaking <laughs> do one of his Omni Man his moves, right? Head into <laughs> dust. Yeah, and I think a lot of the audience is meant. It feels like you, uh, CM, for sure. Um, you know, another character from season one that you got interested to that you kind of wish Omni Man would have a chance to encounter is who? Uh, Rex <laughs> Yeah, Rex Explode. <laughs> Rex Explode, uh, famously uh, voiced by uh, Jason Madzukas. If you know Jason Madzukas from, uh, he's uh, hilarious in uh, as a voice actor in Big Mouth, and he's hilarious in episodes of the show The League. Uh, and if you've ever heard the podcast, how did uh, how did this get made? Uh, he's great on there as well. But Jason Medzukas is a total jerk, and him being cast as Rex Explode is perfect casting. So immediately, CM Cal was like, "Man, I wish Omni Man." He goes, he, when, yes, he was watching along. So he's like, "I hope Omni Man kills that guy." And I was like, "Yeah, I think we all kind of feel that way." And, and along with Adam Eve's dad, because he is a major jerk. I mean, it'd be good for Omni Man. Got, I mean, not. I don't care how he dies. <laughs> I think even this last creature, the Guardians of the Globe, were facing. You're like, man, I hope that creature steps on him. <laughs> I think that might be an episode one of season two. Okay, so let's get into it, guys. So we're again, we're calling this. 
the, yeah, we're let's get into season two. We're only calling this season one, season two, part one, because the season's not over. We, they only gave us four episodes, although it kind of plays like five episodes if you think about it. And we'll get to that. But let's start with that first episode, uh, CM Cal. Um, and you can bring up the next image. Uh, tell us what happens. I mean, because immediately everyone's thoughts are like, what happened after, you know, Omni-Man left? And like, yes, we got this Adam Eve you know, prequel, a backstory, but we're pretty much left off at the end of season one with like, you know, things are kind of in disarray, you know, and um, Omni-Man leaves, the Guardians of the Globe are dead, and Invincible, you know, uh, Adam Eve leaves the, the Guardians of the Globe as well because her explode is cheating on her, and and she wants to just kind of like help people with her powers instead of being a superhero. Um, so, you know, we come into season two, and like, what's the what's the first thing we see in episode one? Do you remember? I know it. It cuts to Mark right there, where Omni Man is like just pounding him on the ground. Mm -hmm. He was standing right there. Mm -hmm. uh, my profile picture is like the frame after that. Is that right? Take take us to the next image we have here that we have set up. Oh, also we got a new comment in here. Oh, blank. Oh, yeah, Jessica's not. She probably put up an image uh, on 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 Streamyard. It doesn't show the images, but go ahead. Uh, well, oh. well, finish telling us about that. What what we see? It's different, right? Because you 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 made a comment about it right away. Because I, I want to just say real quick, you know, CM, that I had kind of started season two before you because you didn't really ask me to start to go back and watch until mm -hmm. after I had already started. So I was like, oh, okay. So you I seen it. You haven't. Uh... The only ones that we fully got to enjoy seeing for the first time together were episodes three and four, right? Which were the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which were great. Um, so, yeah. But it was also a joy for me to kind of watch you and watch your reactions. And I wanted to know what you thought. And I didn't think we'd have a chance to do a podcast together and, and talk about it. But And I especially but... enjoyed episode three, the Alan the Alien episode. Yes. That was one of the characters you really liked, liked from <clears throat> uh, season one, Alan the Alien, uh, who was voiced by the actor Seth Rogen. Who you've seen in lots of movies and he does lots of voice acting. He was in TMNT too, right? Yes, yeah. He voices he in TMNT. He's one of the, the like one of Rocksteady or Bebop, I think maybe. Yeah, and he also executive produced that. He wanted that movie to get oh. made. Um. So yeah, Seth Rogen, uh, uh, super funny actor. Should I pick up where it was about the <clears throat> after this? Yes. You want to hit this comment real quick? Someone saying hello to you oh. there. Hey, Anne. <laughs> your uh, Anne. And Anne, we wish you happy birthday oh. earlier. Happy early birthday. So uh, we hope you're going to have a good one, and we'll see you soon for sure. I know I will. <laughs> um, but go ahead. Pick up what you were saying, what you see. Mark is there. He's at the site of this horrendous battle that took place. And he was like, he didn't say anything. He just looks at him. He looks kind of like sad mm -hmm. because all of that, like, he couldn't believe it. Once, mm -hmm. Like, once he saw Omni-Man kill uh, the Immortal, he was like, my dad's crazy. Mm -hmm. And you see him return to where his dad, like, beat him. Mm -hmm. And then he just flies away, goes back home. Is that where he was? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And his mom is there, and she's obviously struggling too, Debbie. And he kind of just says he's going to go to his room, I think, right? Yeah, and that, that freaking cabinet is all loose. Yes, the cabinet's all loose, yeah. But I think we're forgetting an important beginning of episode one, right? Uh, and that is that before this, what we see is we see Omni-Man and Invincible working together, right? In an alternate alternate. And that's the line. first thing you said as we were watching that. You saw them working together. You saw pretty much Omni-Man and Invincible killing people together, and it looked like they were, like, ruling over the Earth. Like, 
like mm-hmm. Omni-Man had asked him to do at the end of season one. And you said right away, you go, is this an alternate timeline? And uh, and I was like, well, just watch, you know what I mean? But, but that's exactly what we were seeing. We were seeing another world where Mark does accept the offer from, from his dad and they do go on to conquer Earth. And pretty much you even see like this propaganda footage of Mark talking to people of Earth saying, fall into line, it's gonna be better for you. You know, it's gonna be better to be under the Viltrumite Empire to be ruled by us. You know, like we're not, we don't wanna hurt you guys. You're making us do this by resisting. And we even see Mark and, 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 uh, and Nolan go into this underground uh hideout. Uh, hideout of this resistance who's part of the resistance is adam eve right yeah he's her haircut is all buzzed is that the word mm-hmm, yeah that's buzzed. the word yeah. and uh and it's like mark doesn't want to hurt her you know what i mean and she's like i feel like he didn't really care well he kept her alive remember yeah you know he, I mean? he like they killed all the other people but uh he only paralyzed her yeah, because he said he wanted to visit, yeah, right? It was, it was pretty Man, cold. Yeah. As soon as he uh, paralyzed her, I thought it was funny how Omni-Man was like, I was wondering what we were practicing on those homeless people. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty awful, right? They were pretty cold. It was kind of scary to see Mark that way, you know what I mean? And like, oh, wow, this is... We got to see what would happen if, you know, Mark, a.k.a. Invincible, accepted the offer from his dad to to do that. It, you know what it reminded me of, Sam Cal? I've always wanted to see a story where, you know... Luke Skywalker famously gets offered the same thing by Darth Vader. He says, you know, join me and together we'll rule the galaxy as father and son. You know what I mean? And, and you know, he's basically saying, like, we'll overthrow the Empire, the, 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 we'll overthrow the Emperor and we'll rule the galaxy. And I was like, man, that would be, well, what if Luke would have took his offer? You know what I mean? Like, what would, what would, how would that Star Wars story go? That'd be a great what if, you know? They didn't make one of that because I know they made one of that show you love of Darth Vader in the White Robe. Right. Uh yeah, that was a comic book where basically I think it it that comic book it's, the theory it says is like you know like Darth, Darth Vader turns back to the the light side. Uh, but they they don't go into it more because that's how it ends. It's the the at the last uh part of a four issue part. Yeah, a four issue story. Um, but but again, it's not quite the same as if Luke were to take the offer because if he did that, you know, would 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 Darth Vader then go into the white side and they would do it from you know the light side conquering the empire killing the emperor and moving on or would it be that luke in a sense also turns to the dark side and then they just get rid of the emperor and then they're ruling as you know sith lords you know what i mean so uh, i've I've always been interested it might be done somewhere in comics if it is i don't know yeah Um, they're ruling from from the dark side luke with a red saber Ooh, scary uh, you know actually he had a red saber before his memory uh, that pop he had of the like early co- uh, the I have that pop. Can I go get it? Yeah, no. Well, stay here. Let's focus. Let's stay focused. Right. Yeah, stay um, focused on this. But yeah, but 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 yeah, we're just talking about you know like a ben- again potential what ifs, and we're seeing the what if of again Omni Man and Invincible working together conquering this world. And like you said, you're correct. It's an alternate universe, and then we find out what because the- so this guy in the picture, mm-hmm. he is he has like a bunch of freaking different versions of himself right. and one of his versions is so second after this frame not not much longer after this frame you see a portal open up uh, open up be- beneath this guy okay beneath the guy next to him let me get and... his uh, name so we can call the character for those people that are just listening on audio i don't want them to get confused but uh go ahead uh see him cal keep going he drops into this portal and we don't see what happens where he goes but mm-hmm. later on we see his 
a variation of himself where he's this guy. He has a bunch of like okay, he only has one power. He has he can open portals up to um a bunch of different realities and he took that guy. Uh I believe his name is uh K Brown? D yeah, Angstrom K. Brown. Uh and no no no, no. Uh, I'm sorry, the actor's name is Sterling K. Brown. Uh, I think his name is Angstrom. Dr. Angstrom, I think is his name. You see him in mm -hmm. a huge machine trying to take, like, there's, like, billions and millions of different variations of himself. And this guy, the guy with portals, he's trying to absorb, like, all of their knowledge. Right. And Cecil is kind of, like, Invincible's boss, but he doesn't really want to listen to him. So if you know if Cecil, if you if you want to talk about regarding Cecil, Cecil is pretty much the government official. Like, obviously, anytime there's like these superpowers in the United States, people with superpowers, the government, the United States government is going to be involved somehow, right? They got to kind of like keep regulation, keep tabs on these people because any one of them could just go crazy and then start, you know, like destroying things or killing people or whatever. You know what I mean? And they want to be good with the good guys, and you know, and be aware of the bad guys, you know what I mean? So that they've, they're the ones kind of who are in charge of the Guardians of the Globe. Like, they're the government, you know, branded superheroes. Um, famously, Nolan never wanted to work for them, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, he would help them out, you know what I mean? But he was pretty much like, I'm a solo act, uh, which we know why, you know what I mean? He didn't want them too much in his business because this guy's obviously, you know, here as a representative from, you know, Viltrum to take over Earth. The planet of his name is Viltrum. The planet is Viltrum, right? Called Viltrumites. Viltrumites, correct, yeah. And so, um, Nolan, uh, um, you know, again, didn't want to, you know, be too close to Cecil, but they did know each other. And obviously, everything comes out at the end of season one, where it's like Cecil's fully aware and, you know, all this stuff. He's trying to form the new guardians of the globe and, and so on and so forth. So, so go ahead, same with what Cecil said. Uh, Cecil sends. Mike to go stop this guy because they suspect something like bad is going on because mm -hmm. it's like a huge machine like you said they could have suspected him building a like nuclear weapon right so yeah so Cecil's just you know Mark's saying like oh I see this big machine or whatever and they're like and at and at the headquarters of uh Cecil's headquarters which is the Pentagon you know you know the real you know United States Pentagon he's like oh well, we're getting massive power surges off it whatever it is shut it down because they don't know and again this doctor guy Dr. Angstrom or whatever he doesn't tell he doesn't tell them like hey this is what I'm trying to do before he does it oh and we forgot to mention that he breaks out the Mahler twins yeah I was about to say go ahead you should uh talk about how the Mahler twins help him build the huge machine yes which uh Invincible, like, he destroys it, he rips out this part of the machine, and it, like, it catches on fire, and it kind of, like, it, it explodes, right? And it kills, like, all the different variants of... Yes, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Angstrom, I think is Dr. his name. Angstrom. Let me find his and name for sure. the one Angstrom with the power is, he gets, like, the four and then destroys the Mauler Twins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and if you guys know the Mauler Twins, they return from season one again, too. It's always, like, one creating another... Uh, a clone of it, so there's always like a, you know, there's always two of them, whatever, and they work together, um, and it's just they're just really great. Uh, the Mahler twins, they're great characters, and they're also very talented um, at like genetics, right, uh, Cal? Because they're the ones who helped a robot, robot build his human self. You know what I mean? Um, his, uh, <laughs> his fast self looks like that. Uh, oh my god! Freaking elf. 
yeah, his uh, Angstrom Levy. Angstrom Levy is is uh, the name of the, the doctor. Angstrom is his first name, last name is Levy, right here. And he's voiced by Sterling K. Brown. Um, is this the musical cast? Yeah, this is uh, some of the cast here. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking on IMDb in case anybody wanted to know, go look up cast members. Um, but yeah, so basically, you know, Angstrom Levy bails out the Mahler twins. He's telling them, "Hey, on my world, you know, Invincible and and uh, Omni Man do team up." And he says, "In most of the worlds, right?" In most of the worlds, Omni Man and Invincible have teamed up and took, like, and conquered. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're kind of like, oh, dang, like that didn't happen in this world. But, you know, the Mauler twins are like, okay, hey, we want our own galaxy or what are, our own universe, right? We're gonna... what? They said, like, no superheroes, no, yeah. Yeah, they want to be in charge, right? <laughs> and so uh, for them, you know, it's all about what are they going to get out of it. So they're, they're quick to, excuse me, they're quick to make that uh, decision to say, yeah, we'll work with this guy, whatever. Again, like they're building the machine and inadvertently with, you know, Invincible's interference, he creates himself a new villain, you know what I mean? Because this guy gets all like mutated or whatever, and, right? And he's like, uh, <coughs> he wants revenge. Yeah, because the process doesn't finish or whatever. And it did seem like he was ultimately trying to do something good, but, you know, again, interference without knowing what's going on. It's kind of one of the things I don't like about Mark. He kind of makes me mad when he like just does stuff without really being informed, you know what I mean? I wanted so. a word at school, it's called meddling. Meddling, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like Mark meddles a lot? Yeah, uh, well, he meddled during that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, CM Cal. Um, so, wh do you remember, CM, how exactly that first episode ends? Just leave it, please. Yeah, that way. yeah, sure. uh, it's okay. Um, how does that first episode really end on that one? Do you really remember? Or because I know in the next episode, uh, I think it ends with, uh. Dr. Ingstrom saying, I want revenge. Right, right. And we kind of feel like, oh, this is going to be a little uh, setting up of things that are to come, right? Um, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. So that in that episode is called uh, A Lesson for Your Next Life. So again, the episodes, each title kind of gives you a little bit of insight into what it's going to be. You know what I mean? And I called this, I called our episode of this, uh, uh, our podcast episode, uh, Sins of the Father, because I felt like everything goes back to the things that Nolan did. You know what I mean? In, in season one, everything that's happening is kind of coming back to that because Mark is feeling like, you know, lost and defeated and betrayed. And he's not connecting with his mom, who's also feeling lost and defeated and betrayed and hurt. And they're both hurt, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, all these things are happening. Also, Mark is nearing graduation, right? Him, Adam, Eve, and um, uh, his friend are, are getting ready to graduate. Yeah, then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a prediction. Go ahead. Let's hear it. So, we haven't seen any more of Dr. Angstrom, right? So. Right. I think he's going to find, they're going to find the encounter, and Mark is going to go to the alternate timeline. He's going to fight the evil Mark. So it's gonna be Mark versus Mark, all these and okay, I should say this already. Okay, okay, when we get to that part, okay. Uh, also graduating with Mark is Amber, and we can see that uh, Mark and Amber, his kind of like girlfriend, who all through season one have gotten closer. So we're looking to see them, um, you know, their their relationship continues and grows. And like I said, I think um, uh, Invincible is even fighting. Who's he fighting? I think he goes to help the Guardians out, right? When during his graduation. No, he's fighting something else. He's fighting some other creature. But, um... Uh, yeah, I forgot. It's, uh... 
he's always up to something, so they're worried he's going to miss graduation, but he does, and he makes it to his graduation. And I think that's in episode two. Uh, let me see. In episode two here, it says, this is with the descriptions. This one's called, uh, In About Six Hours, I Lose My Virginity to a Fish. That's the title of the episode. It says, it's summer break for Mark and his friends, but supervillains don't take a vacation. Mark is forced to face the consequences of Omni-Man's double life. Uh, it says here, um, yeah, absolutely. So that's, you know, I think we see them celebrating graduation. They graduated, and so they're kind of hanging out. But Cecil comes to Mark while they're at the graduation party and says, like, hey, I need you to come to headquarters um, and you're going to have to go to like the, it's Atlantis also. You're going to have to go to Atlantis and talk to the, the, the queen. Yeah. They said, because he says you have to marry her because you killed her or her husband was killed by your father. And since he's gone, you have to pay the price for what he did. And I mean, he's like, what? I can't get married to, you know, a, a, a fish person. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I got a girlfriend and I don't want to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so what did you think about that episode? Uh, it was kind of crazy, but then uh you know mark was pretty relieved when mm -hmm. uh the post person was like oh we changed our rules do you fight this freaking giant monster i thought it was funny huh yeah when it first came out you just saw like the little tiny freaking head it was like a little yes tiny freaking <laughs> and he even says you want me to fight this he's like okay and he kind of like starts squeezing it and he's like do you give up and, yeah and it makes like a squeezy sound that was funny yeah like it's like a dog squeaky toy right <laughs> and then the full freaking thing comes out it's like Huge. A huge monster. It right? reminded me of like <clears throat> Godzilla, kind of like if he was like more small mm -hmm. and was like underwater. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, real quick, I'm gonna bring a picture up that uh, we didn't get to show. When we were talking about Doctor Angstrom and his many portals. So he kind of shows the uh, the Mahler twins like I can open these portals to other dimensions and <clears throat> walk in and out of them and see them. So, um, real quick, wanted to, to show that image. Um, let's see here though um but back to that episode yeah so mark goes down there he faces that creature uh cm cal do you remember anything else in particular about that episode that stuck out to you in episode two uh doesn't he encounter the immortal on the way home i think he does encounter the immortal and the and immortal, immortal was and, like uh i'm watching you yes and he's thinking that he's going to be you know, him and the immortal are going to be cool, but then he's like, oh, wow. He realizes, again, like I said, you know, the reason I, I, I titled this episode Sins of the Father is because no one seems to really have a lot of faith in Mark that he's not like his dad uh, and he's going to become this vicious killer. And also, unfortunately for poor Debbie, it's like, you know, she feels like she doesn't have anybody, you know, to, to help her through the situation, um, you know, with having lost her husband and found out that he's this whole person she didn't even know and you know again you know we didn't really talk about it but you know where he calls her a pet you know what i mean and and, and that... yeah and then he's like okay. yeah 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 no for sure um i'm not sure if it's in this episode or not cm but do you remember if this is where we introduced into uh the do you remember we can go back to season one but there was you know Mark goes with a group of astronauts to Mars because it's supposed to be like the first time people humans uh, landing on Mars. And he, they were gonna send Omni Man to go, and mm -hmm. uh, he was um, they sent him. Yeah, and Mark and and uh, Omni Man didn't want to go, and Mark's like, "Well, I'll go. You know, it'll be a good opportunity for me." I to know like, his mom Mars, was so. like, "No, we can't go." And, right, right. Uh, Cecil, after like his parents left, Cecil was like, "Oh." Someone asked her, like, what is this going to give us? And she was like, um, a chance to see what this kid can do. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So I feel like he was kind of planning to use him in a, some, like some, some... Oh, yeah. You can tell Cecil's definitely planning to use everyone that comes into his, uh, you know, any superpowered person that comes into, into, within his grasp, he wants to use them, you know, to see his agendas. But um, what was interesting when they got to Mars, right, is that the the Martians told the humans hey, there's this race of these creatures, and if they latch on to somebody, they'll take over. They can take over an entire species, you know, quickly. And they're like these kind of like, they look like, I don't know what you'd call them, like... Facehuggers. Like facehuggers, yes, from, from Alien. Exactly, like they hug your face. Yeah, they hug your face. Yeah, you're exactly right, yeah. Um, but they've been able to, like, keep them at bay, right? The the Martians are like, oh, we know how to oh, keep them... Um, they also learned me, there's this VR game, Bone Lab, mm-hmm. and there's these little, like, robot crabs that go into your face. Ah, <laughs> That must be scary when you got the VR on, right? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and it's cool because like when you're looking inside of their face, it's like a VR headset. There's another world like through the really, face. really. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So one of the things that happened though was that since Mark rescued the astronauts or whatever from the Martians, but one of those creatures got on one of the. Uh, did he get on one of the astronauts or got on one of the Martians? One of the astronauts. One of the and astronauts, then... right? And he stayed. He. Was able to wake all the other ones up. It was kind of funny because you saw like a huge freaking like Wave. tsunami of yes, facehuggers. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they had a name, right? I think they did, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I agree. And the other thing was was that well, of course they couldn't come back without the whole crew. But what we didn't know is that one of the Martians shape shifted into a, one of the the astronaut that got overtook by the the facehugger, and he stowed away on the ship and came back to earth so uh yeah and you saw like the american flag shape move move around right and so we know that that's not um you know the the astronaut that the human astronaut that went it's a martian so we kind of see his side story right that he's like you know uh Uh, he's worried huh the next picture shows oh okay uh yeah go ahead and bring it up uh, you know, he realizes that there was, um, go back one, that there was, a, and then hit, uh, yeah, that there, this is, uh, him that he decides that he's like, oh, superheroes are beloved. And there was a Martian superhero, a part of the guardians of the globe. And he's like, well, I'll do that. You know what I mean? Because he's going to his astronaut job and they're kind of noticing that he's acting weird. You know what I mean? And he's really afraid he's going to get caught. Right. And he gets put on like rest, right? You said that's what it's called? Yes. Yeah. They tell him like, uh, take some time off and like, just go home and rest or whatever. And like, his costume looks kind of nerdy. Oh, yeah. His whole demeanor is kind of nerdy. And what I don't get, what do you think, Sam Cal? Like, if there was already a Martian here, and it was on the Guardians of the Globe, and it was part of Cecil's team, like... I know you're saying this. Like, they should have known more... About them, mm-hmm. right? And also, too, why don't you think that, like... Don't you think that Cecil would have been able to, like, figure out, like, oh, this guy's, like, got the same, like, biology or whatever as, like, those guys? I mean, I know he's been pretty good about being secretive, and they can shapeshift, but... Uh, I just feel like they they would know more, and then also too, like when they were creating the Guardians of the Globe, the second round, <laughs> after the Omni Man, you know, decimated the first round, um, how come they just kind of like let this guy in? Like he'd have to try out or nothing. Like they're just kind of like, or that's what Immortal was kind of saying. Like there might be a place for you here. Yeah, you're right. Like they just let him in. They did, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, how did they get in? Oh, oh yeah. They remember in season one they had a whole trial. They had a whole trial, right? Yeah, and a lot of the uh, I forgot what the team was called. Team, t- team, team, or team? 
Yeah, team team. Team team, yeah. A lot of them ended up getting recruited on. I think it's not team team. It's team team. Okay, it doesn't matter. Either way. Yeah. Um, but this is the Martians, like, little side story that you're kind of getting. You're you're seeing what happened with that from season one, the, the follow-up with that. Um, it doesn't have a huge part in things right now, though, right? There's not really, like, I much going on with it. see him. Yeah. Yeah. They were stopping the Lizard League. Oh, you see that too? Remember the... That's right. That's right. The Lizard League it comes back. I don't really care about them. No, and I think they're considered like one of the weaker teams because even Cecil says if they can't handle the Lizard League, then, then we're out of luck. You know what I mean? Wait, who? The, the new Guardians? Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember he says that? Yeah, he's like, oh, but they, you know, because they're like, oh, the Lizard League uh, is attacking something again, whatever. We see a little bit more behind the scenes of the Lizard League and, and we got a little bit more of them too in the Adam Eve uh, prequel. Um you know, regarding them. But uh, let's move to episode three. Uh, Sam Cal, what do you think? Because this is, I think, probably your favorite episode. Uh, and this episode is the episode I was talking about. It kind of plays like two episodes because this is really only four episodes so far in the season, but it really feels like five because when this episode starts, what do we see? We don't see the Invincible title card, right? Uh, see, uh, he says you'd have to be, and then it pulls up like the Ellen... And it's like spray painted on the alien. The alien, yeah. Who was one of your characters you really enjoyed from uh, part one, right? The yeah, season I one. loved him. I wanted to see more of him part two. Yeah. In uh, season two, I mean. And tell me why you liked Alan the Alien so much. What was it about him that, that made you interested in him? Seth Rogen. Huh? Seth Rogen, the voice? Uh, I think he was really cool. His design was cool. Uh, the one eye? Yeah, uh, the one eye was cool. I really liked uh, Seth Rogen playing him. You like his voice, his voice kind of like this, like his gruff voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the main key things that people talk about with uh, Seth Rogen is his unique and distinct voice. So um, it's I it. love Mike Swine mm-hmm. when, wait, I'll find it. When he's, uh, Alan was like, well, what are your plans? And I love how Mark was like, finish college, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, finish, uh, finish high school. Yeah. Right. And he goes, oh, okay, that's a plan, right? I saw the page earlier. Because uh, uh, CM Cal's looking through the uh, the book one of the tra- of the uh, the collected book, but I don't think that the comics follow exactly the series. But I have heard people say that it's a pretty good portrayal. Uh, what it says here, this uh, episode is called "This Missive," which kind of sounds like dismissive. Yeah, it's called "This Missive: This Machination." And it says, Mark starts his college career, Debbie struggles with personal trauma, uh, and Alan the alien returns home to find a new threat facing um, the coalition of, what's it called? Uh, See him count the coalition of of planets? Yeah, the coalition of planets. Um, So the first part of the episode kind of plays out about Alan the alien, right? He's, you know, like like it says there in the description uh, that you can read on IMDb, he goes home. Uh, we find out that there's like a lady in his life. Um, you know, there he talks about invincible to them. He's like, oh, there's, you know, this guy. He's a viltrumite, but he's not like other viltrumites. You know what I mean? And he, you know, he fought his own dad. And they're like, what? You know, we've never heard of that. And they're like, you know, they're saying, you know, well, maybe we can get this guy to help us or whatever with, you know, the with with viltrum and the viltrumites. Hey, um, you know what really surprised me? What? You saw. The, put it, put it up. Yeah, so we can. In the Alan the Alien episode, we got to see his backstory when he, it's like a fuse of, like all the, like the tigers. The yes. Person. So I was surprised that three butcher mites were able to like come like, 
be one mixture of like his race plus all those other like really strong races like Mark was a go to my and he got totally beat by that tiger dude. Yeah, yeah. Who? Uh, what was his name? Man, he was awesome too. Uh, uh, Battle Beast. Battle Beast. Yes, and we see like one of Battle Beast races on that council, the Coalition of of Planets, right? He's in uh, he's in Fortnite. Yeah, yes, the, tiger, the tiger guy. I, I wouldn't want to finish the battle pass so I can get him. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having him either. Doing invincible and him. Uh, no, for sure. And now, one of the really, really awesome things, guys, uh, about uh, the Coalition of Planets is their leader is this guy called Thaddeus. And Thaddeus is voiced by none other than famous Optimus Prime voice actor Peter Cullen. Um, his voice is so famous that even my mom, when you were looking at a clip, your grandma, she was like, is that a new... Transformers movie, like she thought it was a new Transformers movie. We were like, "Oh no, mom, that's like the, just the voice actor because his voice is so iconic." She recognized his voice, like it's just Optimus Prime. You know what I mean? Uh, new comment in the in the in the queue here. Hey, CM, mom. you want to take that one? <laughs> hey, that is Untamable Amy, uh, who has been a guest host on this show. She has been in your role before, hosting the show alongside me. Uh, you know, with Double A and without Double A. So, sis, welcome, welcome to the to the audience um uh let's see what else we got here oh, uh jeremy in the house jeremy says sup fellas not gonna stay because i don't want to be spoiled uh jeremy we will be happy to watch with you as you catch up because i want to rewatch it i want to yeah. rewatch it too for it'll be my third time through and it's just enjoyable every single time so maybe we'll get some episodes in maybe jeremy so maybe, maybe so um but let's talk real quick uh sam about what happens at the end of the alan the alien portion of this episode uh you were super devastated as was i because i didn't want to see that i hope that's not alan's fate but what happens Viltra might show up right <laughs> they're asking to see where omni-man went mm -hmm. alan won't tell him he's like all trying to joke around instead of <sighs> like i think he did he knew like that they were Viltra might i'm sure he knew yeah and yeah, yeah, they they did because he knew that like they took over his planet. Remember they said that? Yeah. He, well, he said that, and and killed all of them, right? Like his planet got taken over by Voltron, right? I think we see it too. I think they show it, yeah. So and he's trying to be like standing up against them with this coalition of planets. But... So he's all joking around. He won't tell them, and then the do the trio like we see the yeah. Mm -hmm. So those trio of Viltrumite, they get angry and they just destroy him. Yeah. <clears throat> so they kill him and... Well, we think he's dead, right? I mean, like, yeah. they beat him really bad. And it's three Viltrumites. It's a woman that looks like an older woman. It's uh, a larger black gentleman. And then it's, like, uh, this kind of, like, a blonde-haired guy with, like, these goggles on. Yeah. And I mention that because that's going to come back into play. But But go ahead. Um... So what do we see happens? Like after I mean, he he, it looks like there's no way Alan could have survived this. But yeah, like his freaking body parts were just like separate floating. His freaking eye was hanging out. His one eye was hanging out. His intestines were hanging out, and I could see CM Callus like super bummed about this. And I was like, not only was it gruesome, but I was bummed too because Alan the alien was a cool character. You know what I mean? But but so, well, what did you say? No no no! I wanted you to finish up telling us what happens with Alan the alien after that. Was yeah. So he gets picked up by. Is it the? I think it's his girlfriend. I guess. Where did he go to his planet to destroy? Where is he getting yelled at? Well, I think there's like a base for the Coalition of Planets. That's where they they're at. Oh. Remember, because they're kind of eating in that diner, and he's like, "Oh, I missed this or whatever." Mm -hmm. And like, he's got like an apartment there, I think, with her or something like that. It seems like. 
Because I think that that group of people is their whole goal is to like, how do they deal with the Viltrumite empire and the Viltrum problem, if I'm correct? Yeah, so they pick him up, they take him to go get healed. Mm -hmm. Then Optimus Prime. Thaddeus, uh, yeah. He, uh, that's his name in itself? Yeah, Thaddeus, Thaddeus or Thaddeus, I'm not sure. Let me uh, look it Thaddeus. up. Yeah. He yeah. unplugs his life. His life yeah, Thaddeus. Yeah, that's his name. That's right, right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead, say. He unplugs his, like, what's keeping him alive, basically. He, uh. Mm hmm. His life support. Uh, yeah, what's keeping him alive. And he's like, I hope you'll forgive me. And he just leaves. Yeah. And I think the episode ends off. I think so. No, that's like the middle part of the episode. Then we go from the Alan the Alien story to kind of more about, you know, Invincible. Debbie drops him off at college. Uh, he's rooming with his friend. I forget his friend's name. Uh, I think, okay, I won't say it, but I don't know it. Oh, I just I just read it. <laughs> okay, I don't know. It's William. That's his friend's name, yeah. I, I was thinking of a meme, uh, remember when, so people were waiting for Omni-Man to come Fortnite, they edited that meme where he's like, remember when Omni-Man goes to his car and he's like, where's Mari Colon? Yes. People were editing, um, over the captions, they were like, where's Omni-Man in Fortnite? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that part was terrifying, right? right? Like, I thought that was really scary when he confronts William, you know yeah. what I mean? I like, if I was William, I'd... I'd be scared. Yeah, and yeah. And William was like, is that blood on your sword? And he was freaking laughing and saying anything. Yeah, and he's also like, in his, like, he's Nolan, you know, he doesn't know yet, right? William doesn't know that, that no, he Nolan doesn't. is, I'm, he does know? Remember, uh, Mark said that, and, mm. uh, mm -hmm. William was like, I should have seen that a long time ago. Mm, okay, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um... Yeah, so we're seeing some of that, right? And like, you know, again, like it says here in the description, Debbie's dealing with trauma. So Debbie mm. has just been so alone. She's drinking too much. She's drinking a lot. But she got this card from Red Rush's wife, right? And it was like, hey, call this number. And like, these people help me or whatever, right? Wait, that Russian lady was? Yeah, Red that was Red Rush's wife. Yeah. I, I remember seeing her. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's who she was. Yeah. There's like there's quite a few like little side stories kind of going on, but it's kind of like hard if you don't like, you know, you're you're not like and to follow them all. Isn't the card lead to that like adult uh like therapy? Yes, the adult therapy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, real quick, I want to show this picture that we had brought up here. This is uh uh Alan and and Thaddeus talking again. Thaddeus voiced by the great Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime. So, very 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 cool uh kind of like, you know, cameo or, or guest voicing because i hadn't seen i hadn't heard peter cullen do anything in, in a while um but um actually i mean he wasn't i mean well yeah he was in the in the new one well i know but i was trying to say it, it didn't come out that yeah i knew that but he didn't come out that long ago during the summer yeah it's not he's not Six, well yeah. let's just say this he's not doing a lot of things besides being optimus prime so it's pretty cool to hear him here in invincible mm. um watching wellington Hiya. Hey, Hello. 14 Wellington, we appreciate you being here, man. 14 Wellington is coming to us all the way from Canada, so it's pretty Hi. cool. Um, 14 Wellington, we appreciate you being here, bud. Uh, did you watch Invincible, and if so, what did you think? Uh, we're talking about uh, the first four episodes of Season 2 that are out now on Prime Video. Um, there are spoilers, so if you're worried about that, you may not want to hang out. <laughs> but it's a great, great, great show. We highly recommend Um Watch the wires here. I don't want you to push that. If you push that power button, you'll kill everything right there. 
Um, okay, so it cuts away from the Alan the Alien episode part of it, and it, it that almost feels like the real episode, you know, three, and then we kind of get into kind of an episode four, but we're, this is all in episode three, and the episode's only about like an hour long, I think. Um, but tell it's us about two really good stories within an hour. Yes, two really good stories. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. Tell us more about what's kind of happening. Do you remember any more about what's Debbie? happening with Debbie and with, you know, uh, Mark starting college? Uh, he's at college, obviously, rooming with William, but Amber is also at college with uh, them. Yeah, they get in. So, mm -hmm. um, Debbie gets the cards from Edwas. They end up at an adult ther like therapy for adults. And yes. there's this, she leaves, there's this dude outside, and the dude is... The green something. Oh, I always forget what her name is. Yeah. The green. Pretty much, she's like their Green Lantern. You should yeah. look up like. Invisible I'm gonna look her name up. Yeah. Season two, season one cast. Okay, I'll look it up. <laughs> but um. Yeah, the green something. His yeah. So the guy is the green something's uh. Husband. Husband. Right. Husband, do you read it? Right, right, right. Yeah. No, go ahead though. Finish the story. So. She asks him, like, well, he tells her, he tells Debbie, because when she first gets to this group therapy, they say, look, we don't reveal anyone's names. You know what I mean? Like, we don't want anyone to, you know, we're all here to, like, help each other, you know, get better and recover and all that. So we don't, you know, just use your first name only. So that's all good. You know, Debbie, like, sits in. She hears them talking. <coughs> um... And this one guy afterwards says, like, hey, you know, <clears throat> we sometimes go to a bar afterwards, you know, if you want to go. So, of course, Debbie's been drinking a lot. She wants to go have a drink. Oh, real quick, read that comment there. Uh, I'm in the process of watching it totally with your spoilers. So okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah. You're going to you're gonna love it regardless. It's good either way. Here's some spoilers. <laughs> For sure. Uh, um, definitely, after you're done talking about Debbie, there's going to... Later on, there's a huge spoiler for the end. It's pretty awesome, so... Yes, yes. Um, but uh, no, talk about what happens with 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 Debbie and and the gentleman that she meets. Yeah. You know, she finds out uh, who um, because he mentions it. He's they tell him in the group they're not supposed to say their names, or whatever. But but he mentions who what his wife's name was. <clears throat> the green something and right. <clears throat> Debbie later on she ends up just saying. Um, well, she starts to cry, right? She she just needs a moment and then alone. And she stops. She's like, "My husband killed the Guardians of the Globe," and that guy was like, "Mm hmm." Mm -hmm. Well, really. He was pretty upset with her, and he's like, "Don't ever see it, show your face again. Don't ever show you. Don't ever come back." That was basically what he. Yeah, said. and he she tells him she's like, "Well, I you know I didn't know you know I was betrayed too. I was lied to also." And he's like, "Well, you he just says him. you should have known." And I'm like, "How the hell would anybody know that? You know what I mean? Like that's super. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, he did a great job of hiding it from her. He didn't, you know, um. I mean, she was obviously fooled. You know what I mean? So it's it's. She had no idea. Yeah, she had no idea. Yeah, and, it's, it's it's rough. Yeah, and the Adam Eve stuff will leave, and she like him at the end when you see the cutaway that says, "Where's migration during all of C Omni Man?" Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm I'm listening to you. Turn back, and you see his face like, you see the evil that he has like intends to do. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, sorry. After, uh, just... Mark turns into a poop man. That's, that's poop. Green ghost. 
Green Ghost. Green Ghost is her name. We always keep forgetting what her name is, whatever. I, they said it again, and he said, yeah. Yeah, and that's how um, Debbie is able to like realize, like, oh, that was your wife. And I thought she could have kept it to herself that she was Omni-Man's wife, you know what I mean? But she decides to tell him, and he pretty much... This one place where she feels like she's going to find, you know... Uh, she's going to find, like, some peace... And she doesn't get to because, well, you know, she she is was Omni Man's wife. You know what I mean? So it's super uh, tough. You know what I mean? She doesn't get an opportunity to um, have that bonding experience with you know the other superhero uh, survivors. <clears throat> so, um, what else happens in that uh, episode? Uh, CMD, you remember? I'm just checking real quick. I'm going to look at the episode breakdown here. This is, I know usually Double A does this and kind of follows along uh, as we talk about it. But That's the same episode? Yeah, this is the same episode as the Alan Alien episode. Um, here's the special. Here I'm in season so... two. Yeah, oh, don't forget. Uh, he, he also fights. Uh, there's another fight earlier in the season with Doc Seismic. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, the cover looks... Oh yeah, Doc Sidewick. Yes, on one of the covers of the uh, of the um, the collected edition. That's called the Ultimate Collection. Um, let me see here. It see, says, okay, if you showed somebody a picture of this guy, they would think it was Batman. Oh yeah, definitely. If you see um, dark, uh, dark uh, is it Darkwing? Oh, we should also talk about memory and then surprise that whole encounter of Darkwing and Avengers. He's oh, like, yeah, there was that whole that. story. Yeah, pretty much his sidekick, which you don't say because it's derogatory. <laughs> he gets uh, faces um, uh, invincible as well because that city is neat because it's always in darkness. Hey, did I tell you about the dream I had? I was in that city. No, really? Pretty spooky, huh? I was at a mall uh-huh. inside of that city. Uh, all I remember is that I was at a mall. I was inside of a shoe shop. And when I left, the moon was like on the floor. Oh, wow. But it was actually a holograph, and it was like a holographic thing inside of the mall. Uh -huh. And I looked up, there was like the actual moon. It was like, oh, wow. So, how did you know you were in that domed city, which is pretty, pretty creepy? Uh, when we entered, I saw like, like, remember Mark, he was like getting in and out, and he thought, yeah, that's yeah, so, like how. Oh, you were, how you I, I didn't, I didn't do that, but when we were like passing through the thing yeah so i really love this aspect about it right because like the city that darkwing protects uh is it darkwing i feel like we're getting it wrong maybe you're right um uh, is 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 cursed so it's per it's dark all the time it's perpetually perpetual darkness um and it's kind of under this dome which makes a lot of sense right because you kind of feel like batman's always in the darkness and you're like is it ever daylight in gotham city you know what i mean you never really see that but they they explained it in this i thought that was a really cool explanation uh, there are <clears throat> there are some places like gotham right where tories are hmm? Hmm? there's places in gotham <laughs> i know but i'm saying I you're saying what uh like there's some places in the world where like it's always daytime and it's always night right uh i don't know if there's any places like that all the time but there's places like alaska where it's like it's daylight for like six months and then it's dark for six months uh what was i saying the last thing i was saying about invincible what was i saying I'm not sure what you were saying exactly, but I was reading some more of the uh, breakdown of the episode. So at the end of season three, the awesome thing happened. So yes, the super awesome thing. So everyone has probably been wondering what, right? Like as you're watching, you're like, 
Where is Omni Man? Where is Nolan? You know what I mean? Okay, like, so well, let me explain what happens. Go ahead. So Mark is chilling at his dorm room inside of his college, <laughs> and this action figure dog. What's his name? Uh. Don't, don't tell me. Seance dog. So, so this action figure, That's his comic book that he likes. Yeah, so he likes his comic book called Seance Dog. He's like superhero dog. And there's this... Well, who does Seance Dog look like? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. Doctor Strange. And his powers are magical, yeah. Go ahead. He's a shapeshifter. It's just like the... <laughs> uh, so Seance Dog picks him out. He's trying to say, Hey, I need help our city's gonna get hurt so he doesn't believe that he's sans dog so they start like sans dog doesn't want to hurt him but mark mark is trying to like defend himself oh go ahead <laughs> adam c is looking really young tonight uh yeah 14 <laughs> thanks for saying so uh this is actually cm cal this is actually my nephew and my godson who has popped and maybe once or twice before on some episodes, but this is his first, this is the first podcast, mm -hmm. first co-hosting, uh, first fully fledged, uh, um, hour long, hour long, uh, episode plus right here. So, so, uh, he's doing the, do, filling some big shoes tonight, doing his best to do so. So thank you for saying so, <laughs> but go ahead. You were saying, uh, so Sam's dog is, so Mike is like, he doesn't know what's going on. So Sam's dog is all confused and everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mark is walking through anyway. Yes. And Sans Dog is actually a camouflager, and he comes out of camouflage, and he's like a grasshopper, like a huge blue grasshopper. Yes. And he's like, okay, our city needs, our world, our planet needs help to, in order to, uh, survive the Gotomite are coming for us the the Gotomite Empire. Mm hmm So he goes on a six day he said six day um trip to it to the planet. Let me stop you real quick. Think about it. Think about your thought still. But I'm gonna stop you real quick because he doesn't mention Viltramite. He says that they're getting attacked by meteors. He goes, Well I he goes, I appeared to you like Seance Dog because I I wanted to put you at ease. I didn't want you to be scared of me like as if like an, an insect person He's like, but we, our, my planet really is in danger, and I really do need help. He's like, uh, we're being bombarded by this meteor shower, and we don't have the powers like you, so we would need someone like your help or whatever. And so I think he tells William, and he tells uh, Amber, you know, like, I'm going to go. I'm going to help this guy out or whatever. And, and he well, tells he was... Cecil, too. Yeah, he tells Cecil, too, because remember earlier in the, se in the, in the show, Debbie wanted to do a vacation with Mark, and Mark said no because he's working for Cecil. And then later on, he tries to take Debbie out. Excuse me, he tries to take Amber out on a date, and Cecil calls him, and Amber gives him some kind of good advice. You know, I'm not a huge Amber fan at all, but she gives him some good advice where she says, uh, "I know Cecil's the voice in your ear, but don't let him be the only voice." So you know, Cecil's Mark, like, uh, takes out the thing and he yeah, lets go of it. So in this episode with the with the the insect, uh, the grasshopper person, uh he you know cecil's like don't go he's like i need you here on earth he's like you know how can you trust this guy why are you gonna go you know what i mean all these reasons and mark feels like it's the right thing to do you know what i mean he's like i feel like this is the right thing to do and i'm gonna make my own decision so he abandons his his um the transmitter you know what i mean and and chooses to to um 
to go in as a, uh, it's Cal, K-A-L, uh, 14, but we get what you're saying. He said, what does he say there? Uh, oh, he says, I hope I spelled that right. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> he says, you're doing Thanks. Great. <laughs> I'm trying my, trying my, uh, best. Yeah, we appreciate you, uh, for sure, 14. Absolutely, man. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he doesn't mention Viltrum or Viltrumites at all. He just says that they're being bombarded by meteors and he needs Invincible's help. And he's like, I just appeared to U.S. Seance Dog. And, you know, and again, I was kind of questioning it. Well, and we're watching this together for the first time at the same time. Like, we're, we don't know what's going on now. We're both now we're both like in steps. So we're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And we're like, you know, and again, a lot of people probably starting the season, like the big question on their mind is like, where is Omniman? Where is Nolan? So he goes on the six day trip um, okay. to Thraxa. The planet's called Thraxa. Wait. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. So, I know, I'll explain it after we show the next picture. Okay. And we'll, yeah. Okay, tell me when. You tell me when. After we get to where that happened. Okay. We're well, doing episode go. three, guys, which kind of feels like, again, like a two-parter, you know what I mean? But We see him trying to, I mean, not really. He goes to the planet, and he's like, oh, where are the meteors? Uh... If I was Mark, I'd be thinking of a trap, but he continues going on all the, like, there's yeah. a bunch of grasshoppers, and they're guiding him to, like, a head. Yes. Mm -hmm. And over there, meeting, he sees Nolan. Yep. And Nolan's last words to him are... Like, it's been a long time. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Been a while. Even though, remember you said... What? Like, no, you said, like, even though it's been, like, three months only? Yeah, I think it's been, like, three months since but all this happened. I was, yeah. But I was, like, on the ship, they said that time is different in there. So, yeah, it's, it's actually been a while for him, but it's only been three months. But, like, yes, because remember, remember... um. Even the memory in, like, the first two episodes, or the first episode, mm -hmm. those aliens were... Their time was different than them. <coughs> Only man just been in there and like destroyed the world. Yes, they came back with a big beard because time was moving faster there for him when he was there. And it's interesting too because I don't know if you remember, but the creature that was pretending to be Seance Dog, he tells Mark, he goes, "It, it, I spent half my life getting here to you." And you're like, "Half your life? I'm like what?" But remember, it's like they age faster. The the grasshopper people. Mm -hmm. Again, they're called Thraxians, or they're the planet Thraxa, is what I read. I read it right here. I like grasshoppers, but... Grasshoppers, yeah. But so this part, you know, me and CM Cal, we're looking at each other like, oh my gosh, what the freak? Like, it's freaking, you know, Omni-Man, he's there, and he's like, obviously, like, they're calling him, like, the monarch. They're like, oh, he's the well, monarch. I knew he was going to meet him again. Yeah? I didn't see any spoilers, but I knew that Omni-Man's going to have to make another appearance somehow. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I just knew, like... They showed him in the beginning, like in the voice episode. Mm -hmm. It was just showing, it was like in the recap. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And I, I mean, I, I love the Nolan character. I think he's very com complex. He's got a lot of layers to him. It seems like he's one sided, and like you think, you know, he's evil, but he's not. There's more to him. This is another reason why, like, I personally love like the Darth Vader character because it's easy, like you know. Double A loves to just say, you know, to hell with Darth Vader. He's a bad guy. He's a true villain. He's horrible. But I always feel as though maybe there is something, you know, is there a redemption arc? You know what I mean? Could could they be redeemed? And this is kind of what I was wondering what we were going to get with Nolan. And seeing Nolan at the end of episode three was crazy, but it just gets crazier going into episode four, right? See him? Okay, so let's get into see to, to the, the final episode of part one of... of, of 
Invincible season two, right? So I didn't even show that. I thought that's it, okay. I thought it said. I thought that there was a button that said. No, that's uh, fine. That's fine. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to that anyway, right? But before we get to that, the image that we saw, and we'll bring that one back up in a second here. What do we see happening at the start of episode four, CM Cal? We get what what we get a little bit of backstory, like you mentioned earlier. You you kind of talked about this earlier a, a bit. You talked about the whole thing that we find out exactly what Nolan was up to when he left Mark after their big fight at the end of season one. So can I? Is there a way I can like skip an image over? Uh yeah, click click twice. Uh, should I show this? If you want, <laughs> I felt I felt like that was a a bigger surprise than the other one, but yeah, it's up to you. You can bring it up or not. Well, let, remember, let's talk a little bit. Bring us back to what you said earlier. T tell us about what was what was Nolan up to when he left after their fight with Mark. He went like you said, he um, passed by a black hole. He was <clears throat> he was pretty much having feelings. He wasn't his total Viltrumite yeah. self. So he helped those grasshopper people go back to the planet. Uh, he was gonna just straight up leave, but those grasshopper people was like, "Please, we need protector, like a protector for later on." Mm -hmm. So he agreed to stay and protect them for a while, until that grasshopper spent like half his life, like you said, to find a mark. Uh, I feel like Nolan uh sent that grasshopper to get. Mark for reason for some something. He did, he did, and it's a very specific reason that we're gonna talk about in a second. I think. Um, so again, like you know, what I read here in the in the Wikipedia write up, it says that when there's a point where Nolan is drifting through space, and I think he's like not understanding, you know. And they say too, like they, a Viltrumite has never left their post. It's the first time it's happening. You know what I mean? He's drifting through space, and, and what I read here uh, that it said CM is that when he was drifting towards the black hole is that that was him like wanting to commit suicide, like he was contemplating ending his life or whatever, but then that's when the grasshopper people come by, and he decides to help them or whatever, and I think he finds out, like, oh, they're just peaceful people or whatever. And go ahead, yeah, show that image now that you wanted to show, because that's a huge part of why uh, Nolan, you know, again, he helps them pretty easily. He finds out that they're this kind of fragile people, and he feels like, oh, it's a chance for me to start over. It's a chance for me to maybe, like, redeem myself a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I can live. Nobody knows me here. You know what I mean? Nobody, I can't you know? make a new life, and nobody knows my true purpose. Exactly. Exactly. And real quick, I want to mention, AA put a note here. The Spurs won tonight. They were on a 19, uh, an 18-game losing streak, and so we luckily we didn't lose 19 in a row. That would have been awful, so I'm glad the Spurs won. Yeah, it would have been worse if it was 20. Yes, it would have been way worse. So, um, but yeah, so Nolan kind of feels like okay, I can start over here, um, and uh, you know, he's telling Mark all of this. He's like, "Give me a chance to explain." You know what I mean? And 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 one of the interesting things that happens, uh, CM, and I want to talk about this real quick is that what did you think of when after? He has his hand out. He realizes, what does Mark do? The first thing he does, before he gets angry, before he cusses at his dad, what does he do? Hugs him. He hugs him. What did you think about that? I was wondering why he did that. You're wondering why he after, did that, yeah. After all this stuff, the first thing he does is hug him. I can tell you something. Uh, a long time ago, um, I got really, really mad <clears throat> with your grandpa, you know, my dad. And I didn't talk to him for six months. Uh, I was so mad at him, and I, I didn't talk to him. And But I missed him so much. I was so sad without him. And 
I finally couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take being mad at him. I couldn't take him not being a part of my life. So, you know, I felt I knew exactly what Mark felt because I hugged Grandpa the same way. You know what I mean? I told him, you know, that I loved him and that, you know, um, I didn't want him to not, you know, be in my life, even though he had made some mistakes and some bad choices. You know what I mean? So I totally got what Mark felt like. But then I did understand, too, when Mark got angry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When he got super mad and, and wanted mm -hmm. to tell his dad all those things. He wanted to tell him, you know, like, like what the hell? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, pretty you much. Cut, you killed, like, yeah. innocent freaking dozens of that Yeah, he was city. just killing like crazy, right? He was killing like crazy, right? He freaking... He, he got that pilot and he just... Yeah, exactly, exactly. That was so awful. And then, and then he tells him too. He's like, "You almost killed me." You know what I mean? Like, I, how could you do that? You know what I mean? So. I mean, yeah, I can imagine what Debbie was going through. And I do think a part of Nolan knew that maybe he could take it because it seems like the Viltrumites are really strong, right? Jim Cow, they can take like a lot of beating and like they get better, they heal. You know what I mean? So. I mean, because even Nolan, after the Guardians of the Globe, he was down for a little bit, but he got all the way healed, and 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 even as bad as Nolan beat uh Mark, he got better. You know what I mean? Like you know, he got all the way back to like normal. Like all right, like he recovered. You know what I mean? So like so, wait, what? After he beat Mark? Yeah. He would. Yeah. He, I feel like he just recovered so fast. Like he just flew into space. Space. Like all of it just freaking. Like that, that was cool. Yeah, when yeah. it burned off, right? Yeah, like all the blood and stuff because he was going through the atmosphere. That was very neat that they showed that. Mm -hmm. So after he hugs him, they have this kind of discussion, right? And Mark is pretty much angry, and he tells him, you know, "F you," right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, like I'm gonna listen to you. I don't care what you have to say. And he's like, "Look, can you just please give me some time?" You know, like I want you to. There's more to the story, right? And then, like, this was, like, a huge twist we both got hit with, right? You want to show that, image? Go ahead and show it. See, I was like, I was like, we couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Because we see Nolan land, and there's a grasshopper person there, right? And you can't tell which are the men and which are the women or not that that matters or whatever, you know, but what does he do? I love how Mark was like, you leave my planet, then you start dating a grasshopper? <laughs> yeah, because Nolan kisses this grasshopper lady. Like, they're like, it just shows them, like, getting in each other's face, and then they're like, oh, and me and CM Cow are like, what the heck? And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, you're married to mom. Like, he's like, what the, and then that's not where the twists end, because then he's like, I need you to meet your brother, you know, Mark. And he's like, what? Like, and he's like, this is your brother. It's like, you know, my son with this woman or whatever, or grasshopper woman person and it's like what the freak nolan like dude and he's like and mark gets more mad he's like you freaking start a whole new family like this is how you deal with this like this is what you know and i wonder if it's been 17 years then no i don't think so but remember they age faster they age faster the, oh the grasshopper people yeah but, oh. would he age faster or would he just live well, remember, doesn't she tell him, She doesn't she tell Mark, our life will be over when one year of your life passes? Like, that's like their whole life. Like, that's crazy, right? So the baby must be super new, right? Or maybe the baby ages slower because it's part Viltrumite. 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, the baby's gonna end up like Mike. It's gonna become full of its mind. It's gonna be nearly blooded. Fully, nearly blooded. Yeah, in the you're end, right. Probably. You're right. Oh, like, yeah, so it will be as strong as Mike. And he says that Viltrumites age really slow. He says, you'll. He goes, it'll be like. Uh, I think he says, like, everyone you know will die, but before you even look 30. I think that's what Nolan tells him at one point. He tells Mark that. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure that the new baby will will have that same thing. Because remember, he says Viltrumite DNA is so pure that it, like, overtakes pretty much. Like, there really is nothing of the other race left in them, just hardly a little bit. You know, Can I see the phone? What? Ted Lasso's staring at you. <laughs> Ted Lasso's staring at you. Man, that's, he's, he's doing a good job. He says you got to believe and believe, man. Um, well, we don't have that much longer to discuss here, uh, CM Cal. I think we'll probably end up ending this one at the two-hour mark <clears throat> because we're pretty much at the end of the episode, right? I mean, um, well, partially. I mean, we are. So um, what happens next? Let's talk about, before you go to that last image, let's talk about what Nolan tells Mark. He's like, who's coming? Yes, he's off mission. He's not taking over the planet. He's doing what he wants to, mm-hmm. and he's protecting them like he's not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. The Viltrumite will be coming for him, and um, yeah. And Mark's new brother, and he pretty much tells him too. He says, uh, he says the Viltrumites do. They look down on if you have kids with a, a weaker like species, a weaker race. He's like, and these people would be considered like really weak to the Viltrumites. He's like, so he goes, if they come and I and I've done this, like I've had a child with this lesser to them, this lesser species, they're going to annihilate all of them. He's like, so I need your help. I need you to help me defend your brother. And and he's like, I know I did wrong, but it's not his fault. You know what I mean? So he does kind of appeal to Mark's good side. And and at first, Mark is angry and he's like, why would I help you? Right. You know what I mean? But then he think he agrees. Right. He says, OK, I'll help you. And they come quick because he goes. Well, he goes, well, how am I going to be ready? Like, you know, and he's like, well, we'll train. I'll train you. And he's like, the time passes different here. He's like, so I can train you. Like, and then before they even get here, you'll be like really ready. But then they, the, the Viltrumites arrive right away. And who is it but the three Viltrumites from episode uh, three. three. That, that they beat up Alan. That they pretty much, yeah, pretty much practically killed <laughs> Alan. And he calls them by name. Nolan calls them by name. And they, you know, it's funny. We were talking about how like Nolan has like a regular name, like a, like an earth name. But they had kind of different names, didn't they? They didn't have like human names, did they? I mean, they weren't that like. They weren't that different. Gigantic. I can't remember what they were exactly, but you know, Nolan does call them by name. I thought that that girl with the blade in her hair was kind of stupid. Yeah, oh, you thought she was kind of stupid. Like, yeah. It was cool, but she. She like, was like a grandma. You said like a tough grandma or something like that. <laughs> well. Great grandma, seven years younger. Yeah. Yeah. So they're there. They're obviously angry at Nolan, and they're—I think—they're kind of pleased to see that Invincible is there too, because they're like, "Oh, well, we're gonna take you with us as well too," or like, "We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, show you like, you need to get on board with you know Viltrum and the Viltrum Empire." So a huge battle ensues, right? Right? Mm-hmm. There's like this big fight, and it's really kind of cool to see Mark. Uh, Invincible and and Nolan Omni Man team up together to take on these three Viltrumites mm. who are very deadly, very um, fast, very strong, very powerful. And you can see that Mark is not nearly. And we talked about this, right? Me and you we were saying uh, he may be strong and and can take a lot of punishment, but he's not that great of a fighter like yeah, Nolan. Like Alan could have beat him, and even though like. 
Okay, I was gonna say like Battle Beast, mm-hmm. but he was with all those other people too, so I wouldn't say that. I yeah, but but I think that's why Battle Beast was able to beat Invincible so bad in that episode because in season one because he was such a better fighter. I was curious about how Omni Man versus Battle Beast would go down, and we see how good and of a fighter Nolan is when he fights the Guardians of the Globe because they're good fighters. You no, know, I'm Immortal good. Warrior Woman. You know, Red Rush, even uh, the Martian when they like. They have a plan to tie him up. They're getting hits in on Nolan, but it's just not enough. You know, he's just too powerful. You know, I feel like I feel like Mike could be like five Vultimite if he knew how to like fight Betty. Yes, because we see that Nolan does a pretty good job, but again, he wasn't able to take out these Vultramites on his own. I mean, and again, they were pretty vicious, the the Vultramites that were there. And we thought he killed one. He survived with his freaking intestines hanging out. I was yeah, like, she was like holding it like freaking this, like one hand. Yeah, I was like, that guy's not dead. Like I was like, I think me and Sam Cow were like, that guy. We thought he was dead. And he even he says he's like, next time you kill someone, make sure you kill them. Which Nolan's not one to not know how to kill because he certainly does. Um, he tells Mark, he's like, you need to stop holding back. He's like, these people are here to kill you, to kill me, to kill your brother. He's like, they're not playing around. He's like, you need to like start hitting as hard as you can hit. Because that Viltramite lady that Mark is fighting is whipping his butt bad. With the whip. With the whip. Her hair is like a long braid whip with a blade at the end. And she's just having a good time. The Viltramites are so vicious. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, Nolan does have to kind of get in his face. You know what I mean? That dad moment where he's like, hey, get it together and like, you can't be holding because he's like i'm not going to kill or whatever and he's like if you don't kill you're going to get killed you know what i mean so mark then does show a little bit more right you know what i mean and he's able to kind of hold his own a little bit against her um and do they kill the blonde haired guy like what happens to him i forgot because um, there's three oh he i think he's busy can i just say something real quick? no go ahead yeah so like Mike, I feel like his sanity is like he's not losing anything. I feel like he's doing fine, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know the full story behind the blue suit, with the the blue and black suit. Mm-hmm. Remember we were talking about that? Oh, there's them fighting. Yes. Uh, I think you see that one of the dead grasshoppers in the background. Yes, yeah, sadly. Looking upon the. Well, the, they're look, they're looking up at the Viltrumites, yeah, yeah because right, right, right. at this point they've already like tore up a lot of the planet, right? killed oh. a lot of the people um huh. 14 says wow <laughs> yeah it's super crazy uh 14 and again l- let me tell you we're we're kind of telling you our piecemeal version so still please watch it because you will truly enjoy it and it's it's so well acted and so well fleshed out and the animation is great and the action is great so the the spoilers here are nothing if, if i were hearing this i would be like i gotta go watch it now i gotta watch this thing right now you know what i mean but uh yeah it was such a twist for me as well and for you i think right you i didn't expect any of this until i saw it i mean mm-hmm. yeah I, I didn't think that he would honestly i think the biggest reveal of this episode was him having a brother yeah and nah, it, i mean uh nolan being at the plant him seeing nolan was the biggest surprise in the movie yeah yeah absolutely and that he had like you know a new wife and new you know, things going on <laughs> 14 goes on to say go ahead uh, i am very much looking forward to watching it i mean i can't wait to hear your thoughts man absolutely you should please. be looking forward to it because once <laughs> you uh 
look at it. It'll be good. It'll be great. It'll be. Look. You're gonna truly enjoy it. Um, Put your eyes forward to looking at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what what uh, what continues to happen though? Uh, CM Cal in this fight, they're 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 doing their best. Like you said, you thought that Mark was kind of holding his own. I feel like you're forgetting something you haven't said yet. Go ahead. Mark. Uh, oh, I didn't get to say what I was saying. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, please finish. So, I don't know the backstory behind the black and uh, blue suit, mm-hmm. but, y- you know, I feel like we're going to see it this season because the new colors of the Every Time They See Invincible, it's cracking more and more. That's right. That's right. Isn't you it going from red and from black and red to blue and red? Yeah, and what CM Cal is I talking what about. I the black and red means. Yeah. What CM Cal is talking about is like the title mm-hmm. card, you know, when every time, you know, in season one, it was kind of a thing where every time he'd be like, oh, how are you doing? My name is, and it would be like, boom, and it would be real big invincible with like, just like your shirt. CM Cal, can you show your shirt? Stand up there. The the shirt that's got the, uh, kind of move over here. Yeah. It would look like this. And every time that they'd be battling, like more blood would splatter onto the, sh- onto the, the, the logo on the, on the title card on the episodes. But this season, was it the whole season? So far, all four episodes, they had the black no. title card. No, it, it changed over? I think in, it started in the second episode. Okay, and it's, so you start seeing so, it like turn to black. Yeah, the, by the full, by the, what happened? I feel like something just happened. I don't know. Are black. you touching anything? No. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Go. <laughs> That's our dog. <laughs> You're good. Sorry. I think that once it fully cracks in the episode that it fully cracks, we're going to see him in that suit. In a different so, suit. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of people like make fan art of Simulate Spider-Man and him, so I don't know if that is that like a oh interesting crazy version of Invincible. Mark, yeah. I'm curious too. I'm so curious. To see I'm that too. wondering how he's going crazy, and I want to feel like Kraken represents like something. Yeah. No, no, no. I I totally agree with and you. And I have no idea what the red and black means. Yeah. And I've seen images as well, like when I've been looking at like comic book images of Invincible, like of him in a different suit. So I didn't know what that meant as well. But, but, um, you want to talk about how the episode ends now, pretty much? Because it's pretty grim. It's looking pretty grim for these two, right? So they fight the. The Viltrites? And. So Michael goes to hide the baby and mm-hmm. the grasshopper. And, um, one of the, like, the bigger Viltrumite goes to find them. And he ends up fighting him, but not getting off. So Nolan has to go help. Mm-hmm. And they're both fighting him. So the other two Viltrumite are off killing the grasshoppers. Mm-hmm. So they're both working on that one Viltrumite. And Nolan, he grabs... So they're in, like, an ice cave, right? Yeah, some kind of cave. I think they said there's, like, crystals or something in there. So the, he, he grabs, like, a he's, like, <laughs> uh, thing, and it's sharp at the end. Uh, I don't know. Is, is Mark, like, holding I think so. I think Mark's helping him or something like that. And he just stabs like the gods, like right here. (laughs) Yeah, his intestines and stuff. And later on, like he was saying, that's Mm. he is holding his gods. Yeah, like he's not dead. Like I'm like, dang, how strong are Viltrumites, man? They're like super. They could take a lot of punishment. Yeah, and they so they tell the grasshopper and the baby to move further down the cave. Yes. So they go back out, and by the time they go back out, the entire like population. Yes. Planet. Dead. Yeah, super, super sad. Uh, uh, so they have really, I mean, you know, Nolan, he knows, like, kill or be killed. So right. he's killing them. As, well, he's not killing them. He's, like, trying his best to, like, take them down. And mm. Mark is handling the 
old grandma walking by, and <laughs> yeah. Nolan is taking the blonde one with the goggles, right? That's right. That's right. So, uh, I don't think that. Uh... Well, they have that moment where they kind of get to talk where Nolan's telling him, like, don't hold back. Did they even get one kill? I don't think they do. I don't think they... I thought... Or does Nolan kill the blonde guy? I think he does kill him. Oh, yeah. Remember, he's like... (laughs) His head is like... His skull is like in pieces inside of his head. Yeah. His eyeballs like both bulging out and his foot is just on it. Yeah. So they do get one kill. Nolan gets the one kill. But ultimately they almost close to two hours. Yeah. Ultimately they um they fall, you know, to the to the Viltramites. Um, uh you know Mark has a huge gas right here, remember? Yes, because she stabs him because mm-hmm. he's kinda hesitating. So the old woman with the with a braid with a knife at the end, she she stabs him pretty much, you know. Like uh, Nolan Mark. and Mark get defeated somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By that one lady, cause no, and the and the, and the, and the other guy too, the big but guy. Wouldn't he be like one handed because he was trying yeah. to? Yeah, and remember he makes that call too. He calls him. He's like, it's done. He tells him like, so pretty much like he's calling the Viltrumites to let him know like we took care so of the it. The Viltrumite ship, they come and pick him all up, put him in the ship. Yeah. Take him. And, and what then, do you, what happens? Remember, Nolan tells him, he's like, read my books, Mark, read my books. Because remember, his cover identity was that Wait, he no. was... Wait, hmm? they, they only took... They left Invincible on the planet, right? Yeah, because they tell him, they go, you're going to be... You're going to have to do what he was going to do now. So we expect you to take over the planet like he was going to do. What planet? Earth. Oh. Urath. <laughs> Urath. Urath. Yeah, so that's... If you, uh... If you ask this guy... If you ask, uh, Ellen the Alien... Yeah, he would say Urath. Yeah, but um, no. Remember, that's what that's what uh, Nolan tells him. He says because Nolan's cover identity was that he was a science fiction writer. He would write like <clears throat> science fiction books about aliens. About and aliens. Yeah, even though we just finished it like the day before yesterday on Thursday, right? Yeah, and remember what's going on with Debbie's life is she's like starting to move out. She's gonna sell the house and move out or whatever. She doesn't want any help from Cecil. Oh any yeah, money. I remember she was uh, moving out. Yeah, and she puts the books out there, right? Because remember, too, she goes to go see the costume maker, the one that makes the costumes or whatever. No, uh, uh, the costume maker comes to go see her. Oh, he comes to see her. You're right, yeah. Uh, you remember his name? I forget what his name is. Uh, but I, I can it starts with a G. I can tell you this, though. Gene. Is it Gene? Gene? I can tell you this, though. Gene? Uh, his voice is uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. Oh. We were talking about Luke Skywalker earlier. Is the voice of, of, of uh, him. He was also Skips. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I did not know that he was skips from uh the regular show. show? (laughs) That's awesome, man. Um, but yeah, so they what do they do? They have some drinks together, I think, right? Them two. What are what? Yeah, they're drinking wine. They're kind of just talking and stuff. You know, I think she feels like she can relate to him because he um also feels like he lost a friend you know with with uh with nolan you know he thought he could trust him and all that and he couldn't so um it's kind of like a we get a little hint because you know nolan's telling him like read my books mark read my books and they you know they tell him they tell mark before they tell him to go back they're like he's going to be executed like that's what's going to happen to him or whatever so it's your job now to to rule earth and conquer earth or whatever Mm -hmm. so and i think that's it right I mean, there's probably something in the books. Yeah. Oh, and then the one thing that that 
a little side story again more reason for if you haven't watched it to go watch it uh 14 like we were talking about is there is a little bit of a side story that uh cm cal mentioned earlier regarding uh donald who is like cecil's right hand man right and we knew in season one that donald died uh by getting his like kidneys squished by omni man and then he blows up the house across the street from the grayson's house uh he even says you know cecil you know it was an honor serving you whatever right well later on in season two when debbie's there at the pentagon she sees him and she's like donald and she's like shocked to see him whatever and cecil kind of just rushes her along like oh don't don't mind that or whatever and no, he, he like donald hmm? didn't was he nervous at all I no, think he was I don't curious even know. why she was so shocked. Yeah, and he says to Cecil later on, he's like, why was Debbie, Miss Grayson, so shocked to see me or whatever? So that's another hint that we think there's some type of cloning or something going on, right? Or, I think, what if, like, the Molly twins were working with Cecil to, with or, the cloning device? what if the guy that was making those human, Portals? no, those human robot people from season one, the mad scientist college student. Yeah, what if it? What if he's making like better androids or something like that? Because you could obvious tell. Because you can obvious tell like this does not look like a human, right? No, definitely not. Yeah, that's a weird. So, he was making some crazy well, looking cyborgs. Right? Yeah, I forget what his name is, but he's a he's from a season one guy. But the end credit scene of this episode is, and if you guys know, every time the the show ends, there's always like a little credit at, at the middle. Um, so every episode you watch, you got to stay till like after the credits. Don't skip to next episode. Wait, wait a few minutes because then you'll see this little end credit. I think Donald suspects that there's something that he might not be himself. He decides to take a knife to himself in his, in his. No, it does it for a reason, I think, right? I think he wants to see if he bleeds blood, right? Mm. And he does. When he starts bleeding blood, he stabs himself and then he goes, oh, thank God, right? Because he's like, he sees the blood running out. But then... As he looks down at the knife, he can see that the very tip is bent, meaning that there was something so hard inside of him that when he stabbed in, it bent the steel. So what does that tell us, CM Cal? <laughs> he's got a metal skeleton or something. Maybe he's got an adamantium skeleton like Wolverine. I don't know. But, but something is definitely going on with that storyline as well. So there are a lot of intersecting storylines, right? A lot of things yeah. going on to get wrapped Donald, up. The, the chameleon guy, the lizard league, the... Mm -hmm. Debbie, obviously Debbie. Nolan going back to Viltrum, Mark now having to deal read with the that. Hmm? Read the books. Yes, read the books. Yeah, read read Nolan's books, which are probably maybe about uh, Viltrumites Alan. in some way. Yeah, Alan, is he gonna? Did he die? Is he gonna live? Is Nolan it, uh, four episodes. You have all this. Yeah, the Shapesmith. Now, like, are they uh, gonna find out that he's an alien, a Martian, or not? <laughs> no, he knows, but are they going to find out? Oh. Uh, it's a lot. Well, there's a lot of plots, but tell me what are your theories and what are you looking forward to the most? Before we wrap it up. I still want to learn about the black suit. Okay, okay. Uh, Is he going to get that black suit or not? Probably in here. Potentially, potentially. We start, we, we, we're both been talking about starting to read the books now because we can't wait uh, for these new episodes to come out. Uh, what else? I'm sure you're curious about what happens with Alan, right? Being that he's one of your favorite characters. Okay, okay. Um, not a lot of Adam Eve plot lines going on this. Well, she is not really superheroing. She's trying to help people, but one of the um, things she does is she she re puts this building back together with her powers, only to find out later on that. Hey, what kind of finisher would you want Omni Man to do on collapsed. Adam Eve's mom? Oh, I mean dad. The dad? Oh man, 
I think if I was Omni Man, I would take <laughs> the pilot. Oh, the pilot. Uh, I was gonna say I'd do. I treat give him the train treatment. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay. What kind of finisher would you want to see, Adam? Uh, I mean, uh, Omni Man do on Rexplode. What would be your choice? <laughs> uh, what's your name? The um, War Women's finisher. Oh. You like... No, oh. you know what? Twist the head around. <laughs> I really love like the two finishers for the Fishman and uh, War Women where. He twists woman's head around. He the the ma- the malice falls. Yeah. He grabs it and he the fish man. Yeah, he totally just bashes the fish man into into fish sticks. I think pretty much what he became. That's yeah. not fish sticks. That's <laughs> fish particles. It's that uh, what they call that fish meal? nuggets. C- ceviche, the one that Jessica makes where you dip the nacho chips in it. <laughs> um. I think there's a lot of... I'm really looking forward to finding out what happens with Nolan and the Viltrumites. I hope he escapes. I hope... I mean, I, I do not think that he could take on a whole planet of those guys, but I do not know what they could do. I hope that Alan is not dead. Maybe he's finally strong enough to take on some Viltrumites so that they can team up. Um, I hope Mark can talk to Adam Eve and maybe figure out, um, like, hey, your powers are really awesome and you could be doing a lot more stuff. She could be a lot more deadly. She could be one of the most powerful. Her powers are pretty much like, you know, like like reality manipulation. Well, they're not reality manipulation. So, they're not like Wanda. She's not that powerful, but she can like form things out of nothing. Like we always say, she could just put bubbles over people's head and suffocate them. You know what I mean? Like, you know, she, like, put a bunch of bubbles on people's head. Not a bunch of my Because they don't need to breathe, right? That's Maybe true. We, I, every time, like, but couldn't she like weight them down to the ground? Well, I guess they're so strong they're gonna break out, right? I mean, isn't that aren't the atoms just made out of atoms? Why like really strong atoms or something? I don't know. Could she make like giant blades that just like took their heads off and their arms and their legs? I don't think she like, would be the type of person to do that, but But that's the only way to stop a yeah. tonight, it seems like. I mean like, you know, and maybe they would tell her that, like, hey, we do you need think she you. could create like remember in Spider Man? I'm not interested. Oh, okay. <laughs> it be, it will, you've seen, you played it, but uh, yeah. Yeah, in Spider Man Two. Mm-hmm. Which one? Which which part are you talking about? Uh, well, when Craven like slaps Shingo Spider Man that huge rock. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting too. Yeah. Do you think that maybe Mark will team up with the guy that is uh the portal guy and maybe go get other Marks and have the other Marks, the good Marks maybe like the good Invincibles take on the Viltrumites? You think he's gonna get that guy to help him? I don't know. Maybe he can try to appeal to him somehow. Or what if the what if the blue what if the black and blue suit is a whole another different mark, and he's gonna have to fight that mark? Maybe so. That could be an interesting. And what if too. the blue and black mark fight with the other mark that teamed up? Or what? If, Oh, there's so many different there's a lot of things. yeah there's a lot of different things that can happen because also too remember he says that in most other universes omni-man and and invincible team up but that means that there's somewhere they didn't team up but that also means that if that mark goes to one of those and says hey Wait, do you um, see that like they're teaming up now yeah kind of yeah i don't know that if he's gonna he could maybe not care and not want to save his dad because he's like, well, shit, you know what I mean? Like, all I care about is maybe saving the brother now at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe he feels like, hey, the fate you're going to get is what you deserve. You know what I mean? But but he also has to know that I could really use a guy like 
Omni-Man's help because Viltrum is still coming to take over and now they're telling me what to do by telling me I have to take over this planet and do exactly what yeah. I didn't want him to do. So he needs all the help he can get. And if he can get Omni-Man on his side, maybe if even if it's just to protect his two sons. I'm not sure if I've seen that in the comics or not. I don't know either. I don't know either. Well, yeah, me neither. But it'd be fun to, to get into those too. Um, I got nothing else for this episode, Sam Cal. I you? mean, me neither. Okay. Okay. Should we wrap uh, this one up or what? Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, uh, bye, Friday night people. There you go. And something that we like to say at the end of every episode is we like to remind all of you that there's something that you want to do. Well, before I do that, I want to thank you first for coming and, and co-hosting with me and joining me. I think you did a great job on your first first podcast. First, one more toast. One more toast. Toast to first podcast, first co-hosting duties. All right. Cheers. You got to take a drink. Otherwise, bad luck. Mm. 14 Wellington says, thanks guys. 14, thank you, man. Thank you so much for being supportive and, and, and helping out a, a, a young and, and upcoming podcaster. Oh, and I forgot too, um, before I go, uh, I was about to do our outro here without even having you having you plug yourself. Uh, uh, CM Cal, if people want to find you, maybe watch videos you do, you know, where can they go and, and, and do that at? Uh, I threw my phone over. That's okay. I got it right here for them. <laughs> you can follow CM Cal at... CM13, the underscore collector. That's right. And what kind of videos you got going on on TikTok? The, just about figures and stuff. Yeah. I have a... He's got... Like, I'll show you even the... Yeah, and the Ox Father himself, Papa Ox, is a is a follower of uh, of uh, uh, CM here. And yeah. he, he, uh... like he's the one who showed me this. Yeah. He does a lot of posing and stop motion and things okay. like that. They're really fun. They're really enjoyable. So if you guys get a chance to give him a follow on TikTok... Uh, go do so there. Uh, that's where uh, they can find you. And you're, that's it, right? No other social medias? Uh, yeah, hey, you know what would have been cool? <laughs> what? If we had the, you know, like, it has the, thanks. <laughs> uh, the title screen that says Invincible, if we had that, I would say, Man, that would have been a great outro. And we had the music too. Yes, and we had the music too. But we might probably get hit with copyright infringement if we do that. So, <laughs> so in the meantime, I will say what we always say at the end of this show, just another Friday night, which is that if there's something that you guys want to do, a hope, a dream, something that you wish to accomplish, go out and do it. There's no time uh, like the present. So uh, seize the day, guys. Carpe diem. Uh, go out and make it happen. Oh, there he goes. 14 was is following now. He says following CM Cal. Awesome. Thanks so much, 14. Um, and the other thing we like to remind you guys all of is like the great Captain Steve Rogers says at the end of Endgame when they go back on the time heist is that he reminds the Avengers that they must do whatever it takes. Uh, guys, sometimes you got to do whatever it takes to make sure something happens for you. Um, I was going to not have a co-host tonight and not have a show, but luckily I did whatever it took and I got CM Cal here uh, to come and help and join me. And it was really awesome to watch Invincible with you and talk about Invincible awesome. with you. And I cannot wait to finish it with you as well yeah, and next, for us to read the comments. I know. Well, it's almost next year already. Yeah. We've only got a couple more weeks. So uh, we are going to have a couple more shows before the Christmas break. Double uh, A will be back. And we definitely want to invite CM Cal to come back to wrap up Invincible with us. But guys, seize the day. Do whatever it takes. I'm CM Chuck. I'm CM Cal. We're just another Friday night for tonight. Right. Have a good night. We'll see you next week, guys. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye.